Hey, what you're about to hear is the finale for the season one of the Pile of Shame campaign. I have no clue if there will be a season two, but I still have a hefty backlog of DCC snares to chew through, so who knows. And if you want more actual play content, don't worry, because in two weeks we'll be playing a Worlds Without Number two-shot run by Jack. And after that, I'll be running Temple of Elemental Evil as a solo game for Martin using Worlds Without Number. And if you want to keep up with the podcast or want more RPG content, subscribe to my YouTube and join the Discord. Both links will be in the podcast description. Anyway, let's get on with the show. Yeah, we'll get started here. Uh, first things first um there is no jack today he's got strand in salt lake city so he's unfortunately not able to make it here um but everybody else is so we're gonna finish this off um i'll do a quick recap of last time um since both a lot happened and weirdly not too much happened so it's actually a pretty solid pretty solid session you guys uh got transported to a weird ass world i've already forgotten its name uh give me one fucking second uh mizar cool <laughs> um <laughs> You guys got transported to Mezar Cool. Um, you were immediately accosted um, by a force of weird creatures um, on six-legged uh, uh, mounts um, that were that you guys learned were like belonging to the Overlord. You were then saved by these weird uh, oblong-shaped headed guys that looked a bit like you know your classical kind of aliens um, riding like chocobo type creatures. You guys all fought. You guys uh, did a lot of good shit. Dan, like, one-shot the fucking warlord overlooking the whole battle by just blowing his fucking guts out. He died in the first yep. the first hit of the second combat. Um, yeah, chisel. <laughs> yeah, first combat, chisel uh, one-shotted, like, the first rider and, like, jumped on the back of the yeah. fucking thing. And... <laughs> um, and you guys followed them for a while, going through basically what... You guys were, like, next to what looks... What they have been calling the Dead City. Um, and you guys were going under a bunch of different... Um, locations underneath that, a bunch of, um, like, checkpoints and weird places until you finally met uh, met up with uh, Itai the Oracle, um, a spirit trapped in a box, as they told you, um, and they asked you to go, um, go to the Great Egg to try and figure out what's going on with it, to possibly even trigger it, um, and uh, you guys are on your way there now. Um, she did give you, um, a little device to, um, uh, that she said you guys know what to do with once you got there. Uh, a little, a little device that looks like a little black box with an antenna coming out of it to attach to something in that tower that she said, uh, was there. And also she gave you what looks like uh, a thin piece of plastic, um, with a black screen on it with a red blinking dot that sort of would tell you where to go. Um... And a few and, other things. Uh, a couple key cards, right? Exactly. A couple key cards, one for the demon carriage, one for the tower. Yeah. And uh she put us in a crazy uh on a table that uh <laughs> Yeah, the metal doctor she called it. Yeah. It was yeah. horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> the horrifying uh medical aid we received. That was great. <laughs> um, and I wrote down uh red, blue, gold. Is that the order of the the like the tunnel system? Yes. What, so um she said you guys only need need a key card for the golden demon carriage. Um and she said you would take the first red demon carriage and then the blue demon carriage and then finally uh the golden demon carriage um and okay. so yeah so that's what you have there the red blue gold um but nice. next, she didn't give you red or blue key cards because apparently you don't need them um also promised rich rich rewards from the carnifex um as she called them you guys were also uh shown um i really didn't say this last time now that we are also in audio form um she also showed you the nuclear reaction uh nuclear uh, hazard symbol um and uh said it looks like magical corruption um 
So you guys saw that. And yeah, and then you guys fought some weird fucking octopus dudes. Um, yeah, they spat acid. <laughs> yeah, it's about tried spitting acid in your face. Oh yeah, John's character. Uh, which one was it? Uh, Fennec. Fennec. <laughs> <laughs> so Fennec has this bronze scorpion helm from his last adventure, and now it's probably about half melted from all the acid that's burned through it, sort of crumpling it. <laughs> <laughs> it's we're not sure how effective it is anymore. <laughs> I'm not sure how effective it was in the first place, if I'm being fully honest. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's have better cool now. plasma guns as well. <laughs> yes. Very More cool. importantly, we have cool plasma guns. <laughs> now you have like a bronze scorpion helm tempered with the acid of space octopi. And, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then finally you guys went through some more tunnels. Um, and you, we left off with you guys out in basically this big concourse. Um basically a bunch of seats very much looks like, very much like a, a coliseum to you guys um though it looked like a little bit more advanced um all these seats also looked like they were made of a strange material kind of like uh almost like a i guess the what would be the best way to describe plastic to uh <laughs> to, to sort of people <laughs> like really weird wood let's <laughs> like every like it's made or from metal horn but... yeah <laughs> Some it's like, sort of I, yeah, like ivory or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a single yeah. piece. <laughs> like it grew this way. <laughs> Not cold. Must be mm. sorcerers doing. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely black magic. Um, and yeah, that's where we ended off. Um, across this sort of, I don't have a picture for it for you guys, unfortunately. Um. But basically, across this uh, big Coliseum thing, um, you guys saw on the top floor all the way down to the south, um, you guys see the what looks like the uh, red demon carriage that you were told about. Um, though you don't see an obvious way to there from here. I mean, you can obviously go through seats. Um, it's up to you guys what you want to do here. Um, I would say what your characters first notice um, is either... They could take the fastest route, which is to go basically go down and across the sandy bottom sort of, uh, you know, Coliseum kind of area where probably where you guys assume gladiators would fight or anything like that. That's probably the fastest way across. Um, but you also see, um, I guess, uh, let's say to your right, uh, you guys see what looked like two arches. Um, I'm going to flip between where your characters are standing and also what you people are standing so we don't get fully confused here but you basically know the tunnels that you come in from when you're going to like a sports game or whatever like basically like the, the where you enter in from those two usually you have like these like the tunnels that come from like the concession stands or whatever else that's what you guys see to your right um and those might lead further to somewhere else so basically those are what i could see your two options being that you guys could see um and I don't know if that's clear at all, but that's probably the easiest way to describe what your characters can sort of fathom. Anyway, what do you guys want to do? Okay. And feel free to ask questions. <laughs> it, it's really one of those things where you're trying to imagine and you're like, information overload. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so I can I can draw it out here a little bit for you guys if you want if that makes it okay. easier for you. Is there any sort of like signage anywhere? Color, I was going to say, know, is there a red liner? Like, yeah. yeah, anything that's like a, that. That's a good question. Because um, I'm just thinking of how subway stations are actually laid out, right? Where it's like color yeah. here. You know what? <laughs> Since you asked that, um, I think that would make complete sense. Um, I would say um, basically the archway um, that you see. 
that you see basically imagine if, if you like let's say imagine this is like almost more like a soccer field and you know you have like two, mm -hmm. the two pitches you guys are probably like at the top pitch um down the side to like to your to your right um you see one of those archways um i'll say that archway um is painted has like a red line going on it um sort of like a, a red arrow um pointing down towards the archway And it looks like it's pretty stripped, like it's been, you know, this whole this whole area is pretty open, so a lot of the stuff has been pretty weathered. There's kind of sand sort of everywhere, um, but yeah, but you do see sort of a red paint point towards on the archways. Uh, we're kind of looking. We also kind of see this. We're looking at it, and Pip says, uh, "the the red demon carriage." That's what she's first. We need to find it, and he'll start kind of like creeping over. He creeps over to the uh, the edge of the tunnel. And takes Maybe, a look inside. Are you sneaking across, or do you like you say sort of uh, like are you are you just walking, or are you trying to keep yourself from being seen? Obviously, you can tell that you're pretty open out here, but it's up to you what you want. Yeah, yeah, I might try to stick to the edge of you know the area mm -hmm. or whatever, but uh, no, I'm not necessarily sneaking. Okay, sounds good. So yeah, so you you head down. Um, it's quite a far it's quite far away. Um, as you can imagine, this size is everybody following, or are you guys waiting behind oh, a yeah. bit, letting him go? So you guys are all going yeah. together. Jed, Jed is right up behind Pip, just in case something's going on. Oh, yeah, you, gotta make sure you can't let him get ahead of you there. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't yeah. have all the glory. <laughs> That's good. So Pip's, uh, Pip's leading. <laughs> uh, Jed's right behind him, and then everybody else is sort of just close behind in their own in their own little group there. Yeah, like, just give them, like, like you know... Five, ten feet. Bit of, bit of, yeah, exactly, right? Give them some lead, <laughs> but... Yeah. He said, oh, Jedediah, good. Another <laughs> assassin by my side. <laughs> Holy... I, I can't I can't let you face danger on on your own. You, you never cope. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Did you um, ever imagine we'd be here when we were back in the village? If I'm being completely honest, not not rightly. No, oh, I did. <laughs> Dan, give yourself a fleet luck. luck. Also, everybody, you already have two fleet luck. Uh, that's great. <laughs> nice. All these demon carriages. You, 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 you feel sore there, did you? I maybe not specifically this thing, but you know the general kind of. Uh, <laughs> Right. Very important people with a lot of money, and then we're adventuring. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw it in a vision. Did you know? Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, let's go. Jedediah <laughs> <laughs> is looking suspicious. <laughs> Chisel kind of walks up to next, walks up next to Jedediah, and is just kind of like shaking his head. Uh, kinda... <laughs> yeah, you, know, you He's been through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yes, yeah, so you guys, all of you, uh, reach the archway or the arch there. Um, it seems to lead into a tunnel. Um, and Pip, you see on the ground, um, it looks like a red line going on the ground. A lot of it, the paint's sort of chipped and weathered away, but you can still sort of see it a little bit. Um, it seems to be a line that sort of falls along the floor, goes down, like, goes down the tunnel that you're looking down, and then, turn, then uh, like, hangs a left and goes off down another tunnel. Um, and one thing, too, I would say, Jed, you notice, as Pip's looking at this, uh, you hear, like, what sound, like, like a, a sound of, like, um, sand sort of being um, 
pushed around and you look back towards um the arena and you see what looks like down below very far away down below what looks like a giant kind of crab kind of coming out of the sand um just sort of what looks like he's sort of like coming out of like a little hole in the ground um but he's probably like the size of like maybe two cows pretty big pretty big boy um and then like he sort of spots you guys and then sort of skulls back underneath into the sand um and uh you don't see him again Dead will turn around and uh, show everybody where the crab came from. <laughs> we reckon that even in something that big, you'd be struggling to get the meat out of the bloody legs. <laughs> Imagine the body. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah. Suck her up. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> what do you? Uh, what do y'all think? Uh, Chisel says it should we. Follow the red line. Yeah, yeah, I think we should, says Cedric. I, uh, I've got a notion that it's what will lead to the red demon carriage. <laughs> I think perhaps at one point they had tamed the spirits of these demons and that they had, you know, color-coded so everyone knew which one was which. <laughs> That's fair logic. Yeah. That tracks. <laughs> no point. Definitely. Intended. Uh, uh, all right <clears throat> Ch chisel will uh kind of take the lead from pip and, and and start following the red line sounds good yeah and you guys have your really awesome uh lanterns that you guys have attached to your guns um that mm -hmm. point way better than any lantern you've seen um and you guys go down this dark tunnel uh for a while um the only sounds are your footsteps on this very nice smooth stone. Um, it's very cool in here compared to like outside in the arena where like the sun was kind of able to crack through um, and the winds were blowing in. Um, it's actually nice and cool um, until eventually uh, this tunnel uh, ends uh, and in front of you, you see um, well, it looks like four sets of stairs. All these stairs, um, they're, they're, uh, the steps are all metal. Um, the railings are this like black rubber um, and yeah. And they seem to uh, lead up, and you see a sign at the top of these big stairs, uh, what looks like um, a, a more red paint um, leading up that way. It seems like the words that were scrolled across it are gone by time, but you can see that it's still red. Hmm. The doors are hard at work here, Chisel says. And he's kind of <laughs> running his hand up the railing. <clears throat> Jed, so, Jed turns to Pip and says, I'll race you, and then starts to peg it up the stairs. <laughs> oh, that's, that's cheating, Pip says. And he freaking starts so, uh, to uh, Pip, and, uh, Pip and Jed, give me luck checks. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So Jed passes. And Pip fails. Uh -huh. So, Jed, uh -huh. um, you you start running up, and as your feet touch the stairs, they start to move upwards. And you're like, you feel like you've never been this fast before. But, <laughs> Pip, when you go on them, you start to be, like, you start to run in place <laughs> as it starts to move back towards you. And you're like, you can't, you're just seeing Jed just blasting up the stairs, and you can't seem to catch up to him. <laughs> <laughs> They're cheating! Pip says that he's like, kind of like back down at like, yeah. the bottom of the steps now. You're not even trying. <laughs> you saw him all cheating. You got, uh, 
<laughs> Your souls both fleeing luck. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, this takes a step back and maybe now are these like escalators kind of in motion now? Yeah, the, the, the two that you guys have run on, because there's four, the two that you run on have started moving. So one's going down and one's going up. The one that uh, Jed went up is going up. <laughs> uh, as Pip's kind of standing there like sputtering and like, he's cheated. Chisel just like steps onto the, uh, the one that's moving upward and just kind of steps onto it and like holds onto the railing. Yeah. yeah and you <laughs> like, guys just like watch. For, like, like for dear life. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and like magic, like you're just going that step and it just brings you all the way up. Um, and you were just there. Like, you're slower than Jed because you're not moving, but you guys just see him almost, it's almost like yeah. levitation in a weird way. But yeah, you get, finally get up there. Um, Chisel kind of like stumbles off, like, <laughs> yeah. off the, uh, you know, the last step <laughs> as, as it hits the, hits the unmoving uh, platform. <laughs> <clears throat> I did it! Come on up! <laughs> He's got a motion in everybody to, everybody to come up. Looks safe enough. <laughs> Fennec, you go first. <laughs> Cedric forces Cedric, Cedric forces Fennec to take the the escalator before he will. And he's just like, hmm. And now the escalator is a mimic, and it just opens its mouth. <laughs> oh no! And swallows up all of Fennec. No, uh, yeah, the rest of you oh, get he on. He had a good run. <laughs> yeah, Fennec has had a better run. He had like one hit point at level one. He should not have survived. He, yeah, Fen Fennec nice. for like the first two or three levels rolled very low on his leveling up. Yeah. It was not, not <laughs> ideal. <laughs> but he survived against all odds somehow. You know, I was trying mm -hmm. to kill him at one point where like, they're like, oh, we'll get rid of this guy because he sucks. And he just survived <laughs> when you guys are fighting. It turns your, uh... out encasing him in armor was a great idea. It was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys get on the, on the escalators. Um, sorry, demon stairs. Um, and you guys bring your way all the, all the way to the top. Um, and you guys see to your left, um, um, you see a bank of metal boxes with, uh, with waist-high gates stands at the bottom of the specular stair. Um, sorry, at the top, I should say. Um, beyond it stands a long, narrow construct of red-accented shining metal with banks of windows along its sides. Light shining forth from them, doors stand open between the windows. So as you can see, you got sort of these little, little boxes with... I guess little prongs coming out of them, and then just ahead of them, you guys see the demon carriage. Uh, it's Maz open to uh, embrace you. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Cedric is going to investigate the the pronged boxes. <laughs> yep, sounds good. Yeah, you go over to them. Uh, what does he do? He uh, he sees sort of on them. He sees those those prongs kind of pointed horizontally. The three of them, almost like a tripod on its side. Um, and yeah, and he just sort of sees uh little boxes, like little numbers on it. What does he want to do? I mean, first he's gonna pick them up and just like turn them around <laughs> in his hands. <laughs> he's just like, hmm, hmm, and he tries to balance it on the three legs, and he's like. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I see. <laughs> um, and then he's going to try and figure out whatever the whatever runes are written on them mean. <laughs> because as as a watchman, as a undead hunter, he can have a good stab at it. Yeah. Give yeah. Give me uh, give me your roll. Give me your intelligence roll. Give me a second. I just need to open up the uh, rights of the Moldering Dead to uh, double check what I. 
what die I roll at the moment. I do. It's it's an intelligence check roll, right? Um, give me a second here. Now I can I can tell you. Uh, da, da, da. <laughs> it's a huh. actually, it's just a straight d twenty check. Um, is it just like a fifty fifty? Oh no, sorry. It's plus five to my roll. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I misread the, the table and I was like, "Oh no!" I was look the 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 d twenty is the the die you roll for activating any scroll, but um, but it's plus five to the intelligence check. Okay, so give me, sounds give good. Me a second, no worries. Oh no, I rolled Fennec. It's okay. <laughs> it made no difference. <laughs> yeah. yeah um... uh... Yeah, I think even with five on top of that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, uh, he's just like, uh, uh, bounces yeah, it, doesn't quite stand. He's he like, can't uh, quite make out much of it now. It seems to be beyond his grasp. Um, but what he does realize is that it does seem like, even though he's touching everything else, he does realize he can kind of just jump over these waist-high sort of <laughs> counters to get to the <laughs> demon door, or demon uh, carriage. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so... In my head, I didn't realize they were turnstiles. Yeah. <laughs> I I realized when you start describing oh, oh, what, you're gonna, what you're going to try I to do. Pick it up that. and turn it over. Yeah, yeah. When you described the three legs like a tripod, I was like, yeah. oh, maybe it's some kind of weird battery because of how the UK standard plugs look. When you started saying uh, it, I realized what you didn't realize what I what I what I meant by yeah. it. But I was just going to go with it and just see. But yeah. <laughs> They're turnstiles, yeah. Because I was like, "How do you how do you explain those three prongs?" I was like, "I guess it's like a tripod on its side, and uh... yeah, <laughs> it looks like it's made to obstruct people." Yeah, uh, yeah he he's yeah. just like, eh, probably trapped. Hops over, them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he hops over, and he seems fine. Uh, and he's just on mm-hmm. the other side now. Um, you guys do see a little like beep 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 uh, when he does that, uh, but the <laughs> beeping stops soon after. And um, what's everybody else doing? Uh, Pip will just hop over the uh, the obstructions mm-hmm. uh, in his way and head towards the maw of the demon carriage. Sounds good. And kind of t- shine his uh, his torch, uh, his new torch inside. Yeah, so uh, he he puts his torch on inside and sort of looks around, um, and it looks like it's just like a small sort of boxy kind of room. You see some, uh, basically some benches inside here. Um, You don't see any kind of driver or anything like that. Um, And overall, there's like a few lights. When you walk over towards it, the lights lights on the ceiling turn on for you, um, and you're able to sort of see pretty easily. Overall, uh, you see what looks like, and maybe uh, not exactly your language, you see what looks like pictures um, of women and men um, in just different positions, or also what looks like books or other things. Um, it looks like... Oh, these are like photographs. Yeah, you see basically photographs on the side <laughs> and panels. Um, you see some okay, of them are so holding like, things towards you. Um, chisels like... He goes in behind Pip, and he's like tapping on one of the photographs. He's like, are they... Are they Frozen? Are they trapped inside? 
and he's kind of like hitting. I don't know if it's yeah. like, uh, if there's glass Cedric's, or anything, but uh, Cedric's beside him, and he's like, "No, no, I think they're mightily rendered paintings. <laughs> An image? Surely yes. not." Well, I should like, gonna try to like smash. Yeah, like, you, you just like smash through the plastic and just like you see like it's just paper that sort of curls over. Uh, you see it's just wiped behind it, but like it is an absolutely super realistic image in front of you that you're seeing. It, it, you can't believe yes, it. I, uh... <laughs> Yeah, Chisel's kind of shook up about it all. <laughs> In my estimation, they must have had many skilled artisans, and they must have trained them all. <laughs> Clearly, they had a huge population that they could afford to do this. <laughs> oh, don't you see that the, it's the demon energy that they've harnessed? The whole culture must have... You're saying it was painted by devils. demons. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. That would explain how they... Well, I, was, how, I don't know. Some kind of small <laughs> imp, perhaps. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Demonology is not my thing. Uh, I really do just hate the undead. <laughs> I thought they were the same thing. The undead and demons. Uh, me too. Demons. Yeah. A common misconception. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. You learn something new every adventure. Yeah, Chisel. Though, though the woman on in this uh, picture is smiling and like holding a like a ball towards the towards you, you can tell there is deep pain behind those eyes that you just can't seem to <laughs> shake. And, uh, yeah, I think, I'm assuming Rails just jumps over the turnstiles and sort of joins into yep. the <laughs> Demon Maw. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, um, can, I, can I do an agility roll to see how well Fennec gets through? Absolutely. Because I don't think he's going to do too great, to be honest. <laughs> can I please fail a no. roll? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, uh, he just goes and yeah. somehow... <laughs> Go ahead, John. Do you want to describe no, how he fucks up? I, I'm just like... Yeah, so he's, because he's actually wearing full plate, so it's minus eight to all dexterity checks. <laughs> so he he tries to vault it like everyone else, but like puts his foot down between the two top turns. Oh god! <laughs> and he, he winds up falling headfirst, <laughs> striking his helmet on the ground, <laughs> putting out a resounding clang. Bong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The worst part is that it takes him a solid like three awkward minutes to no no i'm fine i don't need your help to to get out <laughs> and he has to readjust his knee brace and stuff yep <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> um so yeah so you guys uh pile in um the only other thing you guys do notice um is what looks like sort of um a handle um and on it it says emergency break um but overall most other words you guys can see are pretty pretty ruined um but when the last person gets in which i'm gonna say is fennec um mm. the doors or the ma i should say closes behind you um and you you guys almost are, i gotta say actually probably a bunch of you fall over for the ones who don't catch themselves as the demon carriage starts to move forward very silently um yeah chisel definitely falls Pip goes into like a deep stance. He kind of like jumps down into like a, a little center of gravity stance as it starts moving. <laughs> um, and you, um, do, do, do. yeah, and you guys hear a similar voice uh, to Utai saying, "Next stop, Central Transit Hub." Um, as it just starts going down these dark tunnels, uh, you're looking out and you can see that you guys are moving for sure. And honestly, you're moving so fast, it's probably a little bit disorienting for some of you who have not mm. traveled super fast. Um, but overall, you can see that there's, it's really hard to see if there's anything out there other than just dark stone. Um, and it just keeps going for a while. Um, 
Chris nods wisely and goes, Ah, um, yes, yes, I, I've read about this. I, I believe this is some sort of teleport spell. I, I, I don't know it yet, but... Uh... <laughs> Uh, can, are we in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, Chris is like enthralled, so it's just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like when we fell in that portal. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can think of. Uh, chisel of the F seeing the vomit also vomits yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. in a chain reaction, oh, kind no. of a way. <laughs> and he was uh, touching the go for a while, uh, and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was kind of like right on the edge. Uh, Pip, uh, he starts investigating like the portal, like the doorway that is to the next car or whatever. And mm -hmm. he's kind of taking a look at that to see if there's any possible movement between cars right now. Yeah. So um, he sees like uh, looking back, there's um, how many are there? Um, doo -doo -doo. Uh, yeah, so I'd say there's probably three cars, um, and you can just go between all three, it seems like. Um, it seems like there's no door blocking them off. It's almost like there's, like, rubber, like, almost like, mm. uh, what's, the, what's the musical instrument? Uh, um, oh, accordions. Uh, accordions, like, almost like rubber yeah. accordions between each car um, that are sort of moving so and quaking. Um, and you feel a lot of the movement during, like, when it starts to turn, and you're in the middle, you, like, he's like, whoa, <laughs> you can really feel the turns in those, in those sort of, uh, joint sections. Um. <laughs> uh, is there anything in the other cars? Is, can we make our way to, like, the front car and, and yeah. figure out which direction it's moving and kind of head that way? And, uh. Yeah, just one yeah, second, Dan. Uh, thank you, PT, yeah, sure. for the, uh, 300 bits donated. You guys will definitely need that later, uh, or at any point. So that's very nice of you. Thank you very much, BT. <laughs> Thanks, <you, BT. laughs> Um, But yeah, um, so I would say you are able to, Dan, to go through uh, the different cars. There isn't much difference in any of them. They all seem pretty identical. You see um, that same woman smiling, holding a bottle um, in the same position in all three carts. Oh, um, that really like chisels. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what demonology? I destroyed is you. <laughs> and he's gonna like run at the first one and just like <laughs> just smash start smashing it. it. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, I love how you just like barbar is... <laughs> <It's> barbarian. <Yeah. laughs> this is really like freaking him out right now. Uh, and Pip kind of is like, take it easy, take it easy. It's just an image. It's an image. <laughs> I do I do love that for Chisel though, where it's just like you guys have gone through different dimensions and done all crazy sorts of things, but this image, this this <laughs> yeah. is too far. <laughs> I love it. This is amazing. Uh, it's too perfect a match. <laughs> uh, I can see her tortured soul looking at me. Um, says, we reckon we could get a, a, a few um, gold rilts for these and starts trying to pry them off the off the wall. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely are. You start prying them out and you start rolling them up like yeah. scrolls to put into your... Uh, you probably, honestly, Chris probably has like a scroll holder. So you start putting them in there like, oh yeah, these will be yeah. great tapestries that kings will pay a hefty <laughs> sum for. <laughs> Best part is that we could probably sell them as that, yeah. Absolutely, no. These are these are amazing, like high res, like fucking extremely mm. like realistic images. No, they're terrifying, probably to you if they're. <laughs> yeah, Chisel like sees Chris like starting to roll these up and put it, and he's just like, 
We need to free their tortured souls, and he starts smashing Penny <laughs> yeah. and then she was trying to get to him before before Chris does. That's amazing, guys. So you guys have just gone through Come destroying on. every every image in here, uh, or grabbing them and putting them in your sack. <laughs> and Pip is the whole time. Pip is chisel. Stop. They were the fortune. We we we, we rich. <laughs> we already are rich. <laughs> we could be richer. Uh, that slows him down a little bit uh, <laughs> and pip pip gets him calmed down he kind of like takes a seat on the bench and is and is like kind of spent for a moment yeah, sounds good that's great <laughs> love that i just like broken glass and plastic and just paper just all mm-hmm. across straight across the floor like this was an immaculate little yeah. like three cards and now it's just destroyed it, <laughs> it survived yeah. the end of the world yeah mm. <laughs> but, but not, not chiseled not chiseled uh-huh. yeah, not <laughs> Um, so you guys can go in for a while, um, but you enter a dimly lit tunnel, it's blue-white torches flashing swiftly past, and feel a demon carriage slowing. In a few moments, it comes to a full stop. To the west, you spy another carriage, this one marked with blue accents. Uh, so the maw, the maw opens up, um, and you see across this room, um, an identical one, except blue, and across, this one looks like an also bear condition, you see on each maw, it says blue line, um, on each of the doors. Is this like written in our language? Yeah, I, I would say. I'll say this. I would say there. It's almost like um, uh, not your language, but maybe like a but, sister language, like one that like like a dialect or like yeah, like a, like probably a different dialect version of the of the language you guys speak, where it's like, like you're able to pick old up some words English versus yeah, or newer uh, modern American. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it seems like a lot of the words are probably a little bit more streamlined. Um, you know, maybe it's a little bit more of a cleaned up language. It's, it seems to be missing a lot of weird artifacts, I guess, from your language. But overall, you're able to make out simple words, um, but general big phrases or anything like the ads you guys saw could probably could only make out a few things, but not everything. Yeah. Cool. Cedric's just nice. like, the grammar is so strange in this land. <laughs> Why? Hmm. <laughs> And they have these extra letters. <laughs> so many redundancies in how they're pronounced, I imagine. Um, uh, yeah, so onto the blue line. Yes, Sounds Chris good. Chris goes to Cedric, says, um, um, this, this may have been a, a fire demon. Do you, do you think this is um, some sort of water demon? Or, or perhaps ice. Ice, yes, 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 yes. She seems very um, intrigued by this all. <laughs> and Chisel's just looking wide-eyed at both of them like they know exactly what they are talking about. One hundred percent. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Chisel. I'll say, like, as you walk towards the blue one, it, it, like, it's the hydraulics, but you hear, like, a tss as the doors open up. And mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me a spook. <laughs> Clearly, the beast is impatient. <laughs> um, and yes, you guys, you guys hop into the blue one. Uh, some of the last one, the doors close um, and it takes you off. Um, the demon carriage begins to slow again as you approach another of its dwellings. As you enter the low structure, it halts and its aperture is open onto a stone platform. To the east, the creature path has ended in a blank wall. The platform is about a hundred feet long, and beyond is a space with doors opening to the east and west. Cold daylight streaming through them. Um, so, just, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna check something real quick here. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause like I said, this map is fucking nuts. 
Um, especially when you're flying across on <laughs> monorails. <laughs> um, hmm. Okay. I think I understand what this is supposed to be now. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, you guys, um, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Gibbon Games, you and your fucking maps, you're so artsy, it's just fucking really they're, they're, hard to tell what sometimes the, what Their it, maps are simultaneously really great at setting the mood, but also borderline fucking useless yeah okay not, not always great at conveying any information yeah. yes. okay i i get now and honestly i'm just gonna say this in terms you guys understand because i because otherwise we're gonna be here all day okay so yeah so it comes to the end of the line you guys get off um directly to your right is a door um and to your and further past that to your right and left you see um turnstiles and um escalators leading down off of this station basically so you, there's a door directly to your right and then there's also a way out of here to your left and right um downstairs so um yeah <laughs> remember we must find the golden demon carriage <laughs> <laughs> we reckon the golden one will be downstairs a bit more you know well, there doesn't seem to be anywhere else to go except further along this, uh, this, what is it, some kind of singular rail. Uh, sorry, I'm just like, <laughs> some kind of solo rail. Yeah, solo <laughs> rail. <laughs> <laughs> solo rail. Solo rail. Solo rail. <laughs> it doesn't have the same, yeah. it doesn't have the same hit as monorail. And this non-duo um, train, I, uh, call it. <laughs> this, um... But yeah, I, I don't see anywhere else to go, so hop the hop the turnstiles and away we go. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. All right, yeah, and you guys see sort of the, uh, I guess we'll call it the ice demon carriage, um, goes back uh, the way it came, like where, where it dropped you guys off, um, and heads back that way and leaves you behind. Um, you guys go down there, which leads you to... Okay. Um... So, you guys go down, uh, down the turnstiles, um, and you are met with a similar platform. Um, you guys, uh, you guys see, uh, behind two glass doors, um, you see what looked like, um, a similar platform with, um, a golden, uh, accent to the demon carriage. Um, and to your right, you also see some double doors. So in front, you see two doors, demon, golden demon carriage behind it, and to your right, two other double doors. So, just to make that as simple as possible for you guys. 10-4. Oh, and you also see to your left, um, I'm just going to call them hover sleds, I guess is the best way to describe them. Um, they look like platforms that you see they're holding some boxes. Um, they look like there's like shirts and stuff inside these boxes. You see some t-shirts. Um and uh this one has a cat he claims to hate moon days yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> we're all walking around in garfield yeah, god <laughs> putting it over Gar like garfield and looney <laughs> over our armor <laughs> you guys go from... devil t-shirt you guys Dan, go from... only like the knockoffs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nothing officially branded 
fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's like ta- it's like uh, Tweety Bird and Bugs Bunny in like crisscross clothing giving the finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a there's a weed leaf a in real the background. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a real shirt. <laughs> There's a shirt with Gonku from Dragon Ball. It's, uh, there's a whole lot of merchandise here. Uh, but yeah, so you guys see those two hover sleds. You see the two doors. But yeah, and, uh, and just a bunch of shelves full of crap. It looks like a bunch of merchandise. You see different pictures of like different sized like balls and bats and other things um, on the on this merchandise or on these items, I, I should say. Um, you see a bunch from, like I said, from shirts to other things. Um, weird discs that come in boxes. Um, but yeah, <laughs> dad's face there. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I wonder. Pitbull head over and investigate the doors on the right. Okay. Probably t- take a look and see if, uh, they're trapped or like dangerous at all. Yeah. So, um, you check that door, um, and you see, uh, on the door to the left, you see a little panel. Um, and there is a symbol on it um, that looks like the same symbol that's on the key card uh, that you're told for the tower. Who, who uh, oh, really? Who, who has the, uh, those, the ivory key cards, the ivory pieces, who has those? <clears throat> I think Chris. Do. <laughs> do I? Oh yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. You have them in your hand as you're saying it. The ones that look like this, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's held them up to, ch- to compare the symbols. And he's like, <laughs> who has the key? <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's uh, slip it into the slot. I the guess the radiation is just melting Chisel's brain for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, you uh, you you hit that. Um, and the metal double doors here open up, um, and you see behind it are two more, um, uh, metal doors, uh, similar to this one in this room. It's basically, it looks like a hallway, and there's two more doors, uh, with a similar symbol on it. Uh, P- Pip's gonna, Pip's gonna look around for traps. Yeah. Give... this is the sort of, sort of place, uh, you might put something. Yeah. Let's see. I'm sorry. Find traps. Okay, she's. I was on my end. It was almost a one. Um, but yeah, uh, you so don't see funny. you don't see any traps here. Okay, cool. Is there another like slot at this uh, other door? There is. Yeah. Do it. Okay. Um, is everybody following um Chisel yeah. or are you guys doing your own thing? Cedric's with them. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm just wondering if all the characters are here. If there's only a few of them, that's so I'm... Yeah, it's Pip. It's Pip, Pip? that's doing the Pip's doing. For... But yeah, but... Uh, yeah, Chisel, Chisel, be right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering. Yeah, so so Pip Chisel's in the hallway. You said Cedric's in there. I'm just wondering if everybody's there. If it's somebody else, that's yeah, all. For... Yeah. Yep. Okay. I just want to make sure you're all inside. Yeah, I don't know who's there. That's all. <laughs> um. So if you guys are all, if you guys are all there, um, the metal doors behind you close, and before Pip can get that other door open, uh, those doors open up, um. As you approach the set of intimidating metal doors, a low rumble can be heard. The doors begin to draw apart, and a swarm of octopoid octopoid <laughs> octopoid creatures crowd through the crack and onto the ceiling and walls, then merely wait and watch. Uh, these look similar to the ones you saw before uh, in the sewers. Um, 
You can spy a humanoid figure with an elaborate spiked armor. Its beady, green glowing eyes glare at you from beneath a horned, uh, horned brow. Welcome. I am Debrock, and this is my home. What is your business here? How many of these? Go ahead. I was going to say, how many of these octopus things are there? Um, I'm going to say at least at least eight. Hmm. Um, and it looks like there's more behind him in that room. Mm-hmm. Cedric uh, is just like <clears throat> terribly sorry. We took a wrong turn. Um, we were told to investigate an egg. Wouldn't happen to know anything about an egg, would you? Hmm. An egg. I. Uh, do you have anything else to go off of than just an egg, or is that all the information you have? There's also a. Gold, a solid gold demon carriage we were told about. Would you ever know about one of those? We saw one that's yellow, but that's not solid gold. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, I think I know what you're talking about with the demon carriage. Oh, so you really aren't from our world. I, I assumed as much just from seeing you on the cameras. But, oh, how interesting. Please, come in. I, I mean you no harm. Um... Uh, <laughs> and Cedric points at the octopus things and he's like, and, um... <laughs> Well, can you... What about them? <laughs> oh, don't worry about them. They're under my control. They're uh, very intelligent creatures. They're they're very nice. Um, they won't they won't harm you unless I have them, and I have no me I have no reason to harm you guys. I you seem fine enough so far. You're not savage barbarians like uh I assumed you might be. In fact, you're quite well spoken. Cedric's looking at the guy wearing spiked and horned armor with glowing green eyes. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, quite civilized, quite civilized. <laughs> um, yeah, and he, he sort of brings you into the into the next room. Um, and I'll just read out what it looks like to you guys. Um, a roughly octo uh, octagonal uh, chamber with a high dome-shaped ceiling stretches before you. At its center, a round platform rises from the floor, and around its sides are a series of shelf-like levels. Weird lanterns light the area with a bright bluish-white light. Some depend from the ceiling on ropes, and some seem to be embedded in the walls themselves. Um, and he says, so were you supposed to come here for the egg? Or were you on your way to find this egg? We were on our way. I think we might have made a wrong turn. We, we were given this card. Uh, Pip, show him the card. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, Pip says. Uh, he, uh, what did you say your name was again, sir? Uh, he says, uh, I'm DeBrock. Uh-huh. And so is this guy giving off like any sort of, I don't know, necromancer sort of vibes? I mean, that's up to you. Um, I will say <laughs> overall, uh, you guys all weirdly feel really relaxed uh, around him. Like, I, w I would say, I would say this is actually weirdly, I would say the warriors and the dwarf of this would probably pick up on this the most considering just your prowess. You probably have some survival instincts the others might not have, and you feel them dulled. Not like in a malicious way, but almost as if like you can't really seem to bring yourself to want to harm this guy. Um, like, mm. if you really, really want to push through it, you can, potentially. But overall, you feel almost like sedated. Um, so, so far, I would say your characters don't feel anything unless that description makes you feel 
like on edge. I guess if I could be, I don't want to tell you how your pictures will actually feel. I'm just saying, like if, like yeah, you can yeah, definitely yeah, tell they're yeah, forcing yeah, to feel this way. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. I would say that would put my characters on edge, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so. <clears throat> yeah, Pip is trying to kind of like <laughs> cut Cedric off. <laughs> Thanks, Tim, for the uh, 200 more points. You guys are... hey. <laughs> oh, thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. So you guys are going to have lots of re-rolls. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> he says, well, uh, you know, the directions were very vague. Something about a demon carriage and and, 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 and a golden egg. Uh, and, and yes, uh, there was a, a, a card. It got us through that first door um he says can i uh can i see this card uh and pip is kind of like oh man you know what i don't i may have i might have dropped it outside <laughs> did it i goes come on pip you be in your pocket i think the one on the right <laughs> <laughs> you already give yourself a fleeing luck <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pip, your dad, your head turned there. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pip, Pip, just silence. Yeah, just, and uh, he's you know Pip is kind of like searching, and he just stops. He says, "Uh huh, no, uh, I'm sure of it. I don't have it." And he's kind of like looking at Jedi. <laughs> Oh, I see. Yeah, you dropped it, didn't you? Back on the on the thing. Um, you almost tripped uh, when you were going through the door, and oh, you remember now. Mm. Mm, <laughs> that's right. Well, maybe we, we should all uh, go back and look for it. Well, it's a small thing, I suppose. Wouldn't take a few minutes. Okay. Well, Mister DeBrock, we'll uh, go try and find our card. You sure? I mean, uh, I. I... You are quite interesting to me. I feel like I would like to discuss with you more before that. I mean, I'm just trying to help what you. What are you doing here, sir? <laughs> um, well, um, I'm taking care of something that I don't want to fall into the hands of the Overlord. Um, you're not working for him, are you? The oh, Overlord? No. Um, have you met any of his people so far? They, uh, the, they, they're these... They're these uh, strange creatures. Um, they ride six-legged mounts sometimes. Um, they fire off <laughs> plasma guns. Cedric claps his hands. He's like, oh, and they've got the little spiders on the back of their heads. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, so you have met them. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, we killed a bunch. <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. Okay, then. Um, well, I might know what that great egg is if you were meant to come here. Um if you do want to go search for that card, you can, but, um... Well, we can keep talking, but, yeah, like I said, I don't have the card, <laughs> so I can't show it to you, per se. But that's fine. We can find it later. We already... It was to get in here, seemingly, so... Okay. Um, yes, well, I mean, uh, come with me. I'll, uh, I think I'll show you what you're looking for. I don't know if it'll... If, it, if, if I'll be right, but... Perhaps I am. And perhaps we can help each other because um, currently it's non-functioning. Um, and he sort of looks towards Chris and he says, and I think you might be able to help me in particular. All right, come on. Um, what? What? what uh, hi. 
Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Just come on. Um, and he we'll leads. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, first he leads you guys into a room. Um, and he says, and he stays in there with you. I was like, and he says, like, I'll I'll be here with you, and uh, I'll keep my my uh, my Corgu back. Um, he sort of has the octopus guys uh, leave like away from you guys, so that you're so that you're not what alone. Would you, you say, Dan? Would you would you would you call them uh, Corgu? Corgu. K o r g o, um, or g u, um, and um, he leads you guys into a room, and the doors in front of you and uh, behind you close, um, and suddenly uh, water sprays from a bunch of different hoses in all directions, hitting all of you guys. Um, and he says, "It's just to clean yes. you. Trust me, it's 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 good." And uh, you look like you need it anyway. Um, and you guys are just being hit by like high blasts, <laughs> blasts of water <laughs> until it fin- until it's finally over, and then you guys all get scrubbed dry by these little mechanical arms with uh, <laughs> big brushes on them. Um, it's ah. dirt, <laughs> and you're scrubbed clean. Um, and then you guys go through uh, the two heavy doors slide aside, revealing a long chamber punctuated with walls jutting out first from the one side and then the other. The chamber opens into a darkened space beyond two gigantic doors like those you just passed through. So you guys sort of go through big metal sort of uh, hallways. Um, and then he, um, you guys see this. A vast round room stretches upwards into the darkness beyond your torchlight. The air is warm, moist, and musty, and a, diff- and a, and a diffuse blue-green light uh, glows from one wall. A causeway of intricately forged metal lasses, cir- ma- sorry, metal last circles the room to the left and right, and above you you can see another causeway. I'll show you guys a picture in a second, so if you guys don't catch mm-hmm. up with this, you'll you'll see it in a second. <laughs> About 20 feet up. In front of you is a railing and beyond it an open pit. A megalithic construct rises up into the darkness above. As you gaze about, the chamber's lanterns come to life, illuminating the space. Sheets of blue-green fungus adhere to its walls, climbing out of sight above you, and some of the octopoid creatures are harvesting pieces of it into mesh bags. Um, and he has you follow him um, up different ladders, and he says, This, I believe, um, is the great egg you're looking for. Uh, and I just posted the picture there. Uh, huh. Oh, I see. <laughs> um, and yeah. he says, and like I said, it's non-functioning. And for anybody who's just listening to this, uh, what I've shown them is a picture of a gigantic uh, missile, and they are in a big silo. Um, uh, yeah, so Cedric's going to be like, uh, well, I don't think it's this particular one. Um, he, he turns and he's like, so I'm so it's something like this, I think, but so we were sent by the Oracle and um, she said that one of these was, and he tries to remember her exact words. He's like, that someone was, had moved into the room where, where it's stored and uh, she wanted us to solve that problem. Oh, huh. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call myself a problem. I'm keeping it safe here, but, um, yes, I mean, I don't know what you want to do with it. What's your, do you have any, do you know what your intentions are? Um, do you have any way of contacting this, uh, Itai the Oracle? 
Oh, thank you for you. You know her name then. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember if you mentioned Cedric, or not, so I've been jumping. Yeah, I was just like, we were sent by <laughs> the Oracle. Okay, yeah. He, he's just like, I will, well, if you I, give me. I will point out. I didn't tell more. you her name. I will point out he only knows her name if you mentioned it. So if you didn't mention it there, I thought you did, but that's oh, okay. Uh, so, just one second. I'm just going to let my cat out of the room. <laughs> yeah. She wants to leave. Oh, Classic cat. He opens the door. She turns back around. Yes. All right. I'm back. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I'll totally have just said Itai the Oracle because John couldn't remember that name. Yeah, but I should know if you meant to or not, so I just wanted to yeah. point that out. Um, he's just going to be like, well, actually, we have a little device that she said, that, well, they said would let us communicate. Um, would you be open to that? Um, he's just kind of see it. And he just takes it out, holds it open for inspection. And he grabs it and smashes it. No, he, he grabs it and like, oh. <laughs> oh. Um, okay, I know where to, yeah, I, I know where to put this, and he just brings you guys away from the silo and goes back into the area you guys were in before, um, and mm-hmm. then he, um, he plugs it into, in that big, that big sort of octagonal room, uh, he plugs yep. it into one of the consoles, um, and then it sort of beeps to life, um, and then you see, uh, on, on one, like, the black screens, you see the, uh, uh picture of Itai, um, and, uh, she's, she says, oh, you guys were able to, uh, bring my consciousness here. Perfect. Um, and he said, and then she says like, oh, who is this? And DeBrock introduces himself. Um, I'm just gonna say right now, they start talking with each other and because they're not using terms that you guys understand, a lot of it is lost on you guys. You guys catch a few things here and there, um, going back and forth stuff about like the overlord certain things um at first you guys can tell just from tones and some of the words that they're at first sort of questioning and prodding and trying to figure out what the other person's deal is what everything's going on and then eventually it seems like they become amicable um and then they start sort of almost like his the brock's attention starts turning towards you guys as well as uh itai um they sort of their conversation kind of ends um they sort of look to you guys and they say um DeBrock says, uh, well, it seems like we have similar interests against this overlord who's been terrorizing um, the dead city. Um, and honestly, I, we think that perhaps you guys can be of aid to us to bring life back to Mezarkul. Um, and you'll send us home. Absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, DeBrock says, I mean, well, if that's the deal you made with Itai. I have no way of sending you back home. Um, but perhaps they do. And he died. Cedric raises a hand and he's like, now, just to confirm, you do mean life, life and not cursed on death. Of course. Just to be. Of course not. No. Um, in fact, uh, part of the reason why we want to keep the great egg away from the overlord is that if used by him, um, he may bring even more destruction and undead even. Um, to this world um, by using the great egg it can be used for good and evil Um, we believe Chris um, has powers that we do not possess on this earth um, that could hmm, what's the best way to put it Um, push the egg in a way that would bring life back to the earth instead of destroying it I have no idea what you mean she says (laughs) um and Itai says, uh, basically, so we need you to take the golden line, which is down at the bottom of this tower, um, to another area that has 
Well, let's just, I guess the best way I'll just, in, 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 in normal terms, there's a big red button you need to push, and then you will need to use your innate magical powers, Chris, to control the outcome. Um, I feel like you will understand how it works when you're doing it, but other than that, mostly the instruction, the ritual, yes, yes, the ritual, um, is you press the red button, and then you use your powers of magic, your great powers of magic, to, um, push fate into the way of goodness and law. Um, and Dubrox just sort of, like, nodding, is like, yes, yes, that's, uh, <laughs> it's not a scientific term I'd use, but yes, that's, uh, probably pretty good and you notice the brock starts changing his language away from terms you don't understand to trying to use terms that he realizes oh you guys don't understand what a lot of the things they're saying is and yeah he, he no longer hmm. says icbm he says a. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um well if it's yeah. the only way we'll get back to the forest and i suppose we'll we'll have to do it and cedric's just like yeah no right. i'm happy to help out um Not a lot else to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's up to you guys. I will say this for, for you guys, um, in terms that you'd understand the way they say it, and it's up to you how you care, because mm -hmm. I know you guys are a bit of a chaotic group. And depending on if you're just chaotic personality-wise, or if you follow chaos as, like, that side of the universe, it's up to you guys, because I know some of you are sort of <laughs> insane. <laughs> um, what you can tell they're saying is that you can let this... I'll say, Chris, you can let this thing fail, um, and chaos will win. Or if you help, you can help Law win, basically, is the terms they sort of put it into you, into your head for this ritual. Um, once you press that red button, Chaos will win. But if you can stop it, you can make Law win. And that's basically as, as dumbed down as they are able to make it. So it's up to you on how you want to do that. Um, they do mention that the Overlord has overrun the place um, where this big red button is. Um, and it will be a fight to probably both get to it and defend it. Nothing new there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cedric's like, well, let me tell you about the last place we were when we released the... <laughs> when we released an elder goddess. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, um, if you guys want any questions, or sorry, if you guys do have any questions, um, feel free to ask them if there's anything that you guys want. And also if you have questions for me, like as the GM, if there's if you have any yeah. confusion with this, I'm trying um... to make it as simple as possible, but uh, there's... Makes sense to me. I'm pretty happy uh, yeah. to go with it. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Come on, then. Let, let, let it uh, show us to this line. We'll um, push this button, and um, yes, then you can send us home back back to the forest. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, so Debrock um, just sort of points you out the way you guys came in. Um, there's those glass doors, the, and behind those glass doors, that op he, he opens them up for you. Uh, you guys can get over towards the gold uh, demon carriage, um, and you guys get inside the demon carriage. Um, all right. So, um, let's see here. The, uh, the demon carriage opens its moss that you may enter and closes it again. It rapidly builds speed, racing through the pitch darkness of the tunnel. Within a few minutes, it emerges into light again, and you see in the distance the metal fortress of the Overlord. Its angled superstructure rearing from a flattened base, and a variety of spars jutting out from it, some bearing great banners and others bare. An immense pipe extends horizontally from the superstructure, pointing in your direction. 
It rotates towards you and belches fire, and something massive howls past above the carriage, too fast to be seen and wailing like a demented soul before exploding with the thunder of the gods themselves behind you. Weird, crab-like creatures with flashing prismatic wings and riders circle the fortress, holding station high above. Several of them swoop towards the fortress and then take flight again, head straight towards you, objects clutched in their claws. Uh, you realize one thing they forgot to mention to you, um, is that you in the distance can see this. Um, one second. Did you say flying crab creatures with riders? Oh, you'll see in a second, buddy. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, so this is the <laughs> mega structure that you guys see. And those are the crab creatures flying towards you. Um, oh, that fuck. is about 200 yards across and a hundred yards or 200 yards long and a hundred yards across. It's basically a gigantic tank. Um, yeah. <laughs> for anybody listening. Um, and those crab creature things look like bigger versions of that guy you one-shot, Dan. It looks like you see those guys flying on them, but that looks like they look like more armored, bigger platforms than the one you saw oh, wow. in their battle. And they are flying towards you, making horrible screeching noises, almost like a, like a stuka just coming straight at the, the demon carriage. Um, and you guys see further along the tracks, um, you guys see your destination. Um, stands another carriage house, like those the party has already encountered. There, troops assembled in defensive positions await your arrival. Near the Great Fortress, two giant creatures painted a mottled gray bestier, uh, bestier themselves from slumber and begin to stride heavily in your direction. Each bears a huge flail, and their baleful crimson eyes gleam from their brows. So, just so everybody's on the same page, you got your carriage house you guys are heading to, which has infantry units there. You got a gigantic fucking tank building that's firing off shells at you you have flying drone creatures and you got two big mechs with flails walking <laughs> slowly towards you they're about 20 feet tall um and you guys are rapidly accelerating towards the carriage house um <laughs> you guys now, if you guys have anything you want to the... say if you want to prepare or say anything oh go ahead dan Where's the carriage house in relation to, like, the tank fortress? Um, so, basically, uh, imagine you're just on, like, a straight line on the monorail. Just imagine, like, just a straight line going down. To your yep, right yeah. in the distance is the megastructure. So, like, it's not in front of you or anything, but, um, yeah, basically to your right. So, it's like you're you're flying along in a straight line, and they're, like, taking shots at you as you're flying across on this monorail. Does that make sense? That makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to get from the monorail station. Like we'll have to move across land somehow. Well, uh, bas basically, what's happening right now is that your monorail is already flying ahead at super speeds. It seems mm -hmm. like the gun that the gun barrel that's pointed from the big tank is not quite able to hit you. Just the how fast you're going, it might be able to, but it's very hard. Um, you could walk across the monorail if you want to give yourself more time, I guess. But you're basically painting yourself as an open target um, because you also have these flying drones head towards you. Um, I guess my question is, yep. like, what is the connection between, like, where are the monorail is headed versus this tank? Like, how, like, okay, yeah. I'll, uh... like we're going to have to, like, move a distance to like get to it is correct it's yeah kind of and i will say in and in, in a way that makes it easier is that like the monorail thing will be sort of it's almost more of a cinematic it's not really going to be in your control other than you trying to break if you want uh it's i'll just i'll just draw it out right here for you um one second so well p potentially depending on like where, where this is all taking 
place. Pip might suggest like jumping off of the fucking monorail before we get to this. Yeah, station. totally. Um, I guess that's that's basically like why I'm pursuing this line of questioning. Yeah. So. so basically, you see this middle circle here. Um, that I just I just drew on the the map there. Yep. Um, yep. That's your carriage that's flying. Like I would just have the towers, the circle on the left here, and then this okay. is the carriage that you're getting to. This here is the is the mega tank just firing off at you. Oh, oh, that works. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> what I would say is that you are going so fast that like yeah, you might want you. There's an emergency brake you guys could hit near the end if you want to get off of the carriage closer. I would say that you could probably tell if you got off the carriage now in the middle of this travel. You're probably opening yourself up to yeah. getting. I might shut. be confused. Yep. Is the tank fortress our final destination? No, like, it's not. Is no, that... no, no. The oh, okay. basically okay, the okay, basically okay, the okay. carriage right. house over here on the right. This this one okay. here. That's where you're heading to. It's trying to shoot you as you're trying to get to the to the carriage. Okay, house. ten four. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Sorry, I was confused. No, there. no, it's all cool. good. This is this stuff. It gets real fucking. It, <laughs> and I am dumbing <laughs> things down a lot to make it less complicated because I was getting frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, not because of you guys. I was I was ringing. I'm like, what the fuck does it mean? <laughs> but yeah. What does it all mean? What yeah. uh, does nice. that? Mean? What does it mean? Um. But I will say, you do have basically troops waiting for you at the end here. So it's yeah. up to you yeah. if you want to yeah. wait for to, for your demon carriage to blast through them, maybe, or stop it ahead of time, and then and then try and like fight your way in. So oh, basically, when we try right to now, like increase the speed and try to fucking, like, uh, I would say perhaps I would say perhaps you could try that. Maybe Chris could potentially maybe do like a spell casting roll if you guys want to try that. I will say there could be danger in that backfiring um but yeah but i'll say right now is you guys are a few rounds away from from getting to the carriage house you guys mm. can try prepare here because you can't really do much you can probably cast spells out towards the flying drones that are going to be here in about two rounds um go ahead martin Looks like you have a question i don't know i just had an idea that's what an idea yep. looks like sorry yeah please go ahead guys this is, <laughs> this is your show now you can try and <laughs> just how you want to do <laughs> so uh, chris goes well i, I mean they uh, look sort of humanoid i could probably send them to sleep and um ha ah, maybe we can get some more beetles too <laughs> yeah, just fill the fill the car with fill beetles. the train with beetles uh, that next, is a horrifying idea like the it just stops and then just beetles come flying out of all <laughs> like that do sounds, you guys remember how Benny awesome. died yeah, in badass. um in 1999 oh, yeah. the mummy yeah, it's yes. just that, but with giant beetles. With giant beetles, yeah. <laughs> um, Great reference. Wow. <laughs> uh, Cedric is going to try and, like, break one of the windows. Okay, yeah. So he can get shots yeah. off at the flyers. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Um, so... Cool. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do that. So for this round, that's we're not gonna do initiative here. Just we'll do initiative once we yeah. get into the actual combat. This is more just gonna be per round stuff. So for this round, Cedric, you are opening up the thing and gonna start firing off at the at the flying creatures. There's four of them: two in the front, two in the back. Um, let's keep track of their HP. So if you want, give me their damage. You can, and everybody else can decide what you're doing for this round as well. If you guys are also helping with that, or if you're doing something else. Um, I mean, Pip and Chisel will probably uh, kind of do the same, okay. whether it's at the same window or whatever. Jesus Try Christ. Try to focus fire. Okay. Um, Can't stay up the paralysis effect, Alex. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you're shooting basically over whatever metal drones are fine. <laughs> there, they'll be they'll be okay. Blast. I will say though, that's you got a really good shot, and you see like smoke billowing out of one, and it starts to like falter a bit. Like it drops probably about thirty feet below its companions. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, it gets it back going, but it is like slowing down. Um, and yeah, um, what's if everybody else is giving me shots? Give me your give me your shots as well. Okay. We'll, uh, uh, Jed will shoot. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, um, Pip, uh, you, the one that's sort of, like, hurt, you take another shot at it, and it goes down, you see it flying all the way down. Also, you guys are basically on a gigantic bridge. Like, this monorail mm-hmm. goes up about 200 feet in the air. Like, it is nothing but, oh, like, awesome. depths below of just desert sands and, like, the dead black city, uh, just stretching out across you. Uh, stretching that's out across cool as far visual. as I can see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you guys are just oh, no, flying. the giant beetle's rolling again. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that one's dead. Um, and, uh, Mystic Marge, you get another shot off on another one. Um, mm-hmm. So there's three left. That one's also getting a little bit hurt. Um, and what are you doing, uh, Martin, with your character? So Jed was going to um, fire with a plasma gun, oh, which yeah. is what that 12 is. Okay. Um, the AC for these guys is 14. Ah, never mind. Um, so that, that's a miss in that case. I mean, you guys, um, got, you guys got a lawfully luck, so I don't know if you want using that or if you want to hold on to it, but you might roll it once. You never know if you want to. Yeah. Exactly. So Chris is going to try and get uh, and some And don't forget, you guys have five re-rolls, so I'll just let you guys know wow. that. Um, or one crit. Yes, that's the thing. Uh, well, actually, um, you guys have... Well, Matt, you used the D14. <laughs> I will say this, too. This is 500 bits. 500 bits is also a random spell that's cast by a patron if you want to burn them all up in one go as well. But we'll see what you guys want to do. Um, okay. <laughs> I've got three fleeting luck, so I'm going to burn all of those and turn that 17 into a 20. Okay. Sounds good. Um, 20. The catch summons two one hit dice monsters or one two hit dice monster. Remains for one hour. Uh, so just a giant beetle? Uh, two of them, I think. Oh, yeah. No, they're two hit dice. You can get one. Yeah. If you bring up to a 22, then you can have um, two monster, two giant beetles oh, if you it's, want. It's tempting. Yeah, let me burn a point of permanent luck. I mean, those, the others, if they want to, they have fleeing luck. If they want to give it to you, if they don't, then that's also fine. But uh, uh, let's, let's burn the permanent luck. Gotcha. All right. What are we going to do with it? Perfect. This is the last session. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's perfect. All so. Uh, and does the giant beetle from last time still exist? Is this the third one we have? Uh, that one is gone by now for sure. Oh, so it's just you're down to <laughs> two. Uh, I'm just trying to find them there. There we go. Cool. And so you have these two. Nice. I'll get rid of that one. There you go. So you have those two there. Um, all right. Two giant beetles so far for, I think it was, what, two hours? at. at uh... Yeah. Perfect. Uh, that's great. So even longer time for those guys. Okay. Um, and that's all. That's everybody's characters for this turn. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys keep moving for a while. Um, I think Dan's gone there for a second. Um, so uh, you guys are the looks, the guys, uh, the flying drones are going to be able to attack. Uh, yeah, they're going to attack this turn. Still here. Um, but they'll go They'll go after you guys. Um, so if you guys want to fire off of them again, you can. And whatever else you want to do this round. Yeah, I'm just going to sustain my yep. <laughs> plasma fire. Yeah. yeah, you guys are just firing oh, yeah. out this like thing that's going like 200 kilometers an hour. And just firing. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, trying okay. to read well, shots. There's a fumble. <laughs> there goes all that fleeting luck. There goes all that fleeting luck. <laughs> God, I just spent mine, but... <laughs> Alright, so Chisel oh, one-shots a dude. Uh... He's dead. Um, let's see here. What else we got? Oh, damn it. I'm a giant beetle now? <laughs> <laughs> if you guys if you guys click on the thing you'll you'll have I that. didn't click on the symbol at all. That's so weird. <laughs> it's probably just like, oh there's so many tokens. Um let's see here. So Cedric got okay, so let's just Cedric got a hit, Pip got a hit, Chisel got a hit. Um Marriage di Marriage's role didn't include her heroic deed die, <laughs> so I rolled a, I rolled a D four for that. That's the two brings up to fourteen. Okay, and you yeah for three weird giant beetle. Okay, um, that's the other one dead. You guys got them all. Um, that's oh wait no <laughs> one's still alive by a little bit. He's very very close to death. But you guys still got three other ones, and they like those all. You guys just see smoking wreckage down below now, very far away as you guys keep flying. <laughs> and there's the one that's been hit real badly, just trying to keep up. Um, mm -hmm. and uh, okay. And anybody else for attacks? Or? Yeah. Chris is going to try and do a monster summoning again. Okay. Get really, really, really bulk this army out. Ooh, good Ooh. roll. Nice. 23. Nice. So you can get two more beetles. Uh, what's the next one up? The next one up is um, 26. Um. And it still uh, gets you two two hit dice yeah. monsters. That's fine. Let's oh, I think it's because the, the the casting, casting times time. is a is a turn. That's like that's that's um, that's ten rounds. Um, oh, right. Yes, <laughs> but what I'll say for this, I'll say because you guys you've been sort of casting it along this. I'll say yeah. you can get this other casting in, but that'll probably be the last time you can get in before yeah. we keep going. That's cool with that's, you, Martin. That, that good. explains why this isn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that explains why it's so kind of like. Slightly OP. Yeah, but also you can't tell with DCC. <laughs> yeah. No, DCC is not bounced at all. And that's why I'm like, ah, you, you no. started casting it as you got onto the train, weird. and now we're still going. <laughs> and now you got two more at four. Um, but that'll be the last time that's likely you fish your second cast cool. in there. Um, but still, four fucking four extra attacks or and four extra dudes to, to take. And hits like these is, dudes have been fucking keep a lot. Yeah, they're very <laughs> yeah. good. They're very good. Just that extra action economy is, is real killer, especially since you guys are down two. Level five character or level four characters, <laughs> um, but yes, okay. Um, that's everybody for this turn. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the giant gun just boom fires off at you guys. Um, what does it have to hit? You guys are flying real fast, so it's very hard for it. Uh, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> okay uh it sails past you um hitting a big black tower like you guys fly by just destroying it and like the tower comes crumbling down onto the monorail behind you uh not totally damaging it but you see a big section of the monorail starts collapsing um but you guys keep flying ahead um you guys are two rounds away um from the uh from the carriage house with the guys with the infantry guys waiting for you um and then it's this one guy left on the drone who flies over and drops a bomb, almost like World War II style, um, trying to get onto the carriage. Um, no. Uh, it sails past behind. Uh, you guys see it um, explode below. 
Um, and he just sort of flies. He's now flying like sort of like over your heads, um, trying to get out of your gunfire. Um, so he's going to have a plus two to his AC as he's trying to avoid you guys shooting, but you guys can sort of try and get out of the carriage a little bit and fire mm -hmm. upwards. Uh, and now we'll go back to you guys um, before you guys want to do. Uh, take aim at this drone. Okay, yeah, yeah. Give time, me, feel free to give me all your shots if you guys want to. Um, yeah. Are we taking, like, our second action and stuff like this? Or oh, I told you guys have fucking second that? actions and stuff. Feel free to yeah, do those same. as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. cool, cool. I mean, this has been mostly sure. cinematic yeah. combat, more either than, like, way. straight up. Yeah, normal, but, it's way, been, but it's I totally did. fine. Mm. Okay, either way, they're dead, because you guys have just... Like, you guys... Yeah. I imagine um, some of you guys have just started shooting through the ceiling of the demon carriage, just firing yeah. right into him. <laughs> um, and you guys just see a bunch of hits go into him, and he sort of flies backwards and just explodes in the air, just metal flying across, um, and just, like, leaving a trail of smoke and fire behind you guys. Um, all right. Uh, so there's nothing else approaching you except for those two gigantic uh, big metal brutes that are hanging towards the carriage house. They're still far away, though. They're... Very, very slow and very, very scared. They're about 20 feet tall. Um, you see them heading for your direct, like for your destination, not for you. Um, what do you guys want to do? You guys have about two rounds before you guys get to um, the carriage house. Is there any prep you want to do right now? Is there anything you want to try um, or talk about amongst each other? Um, uh, do we want to try to fight all whatever's in there? Or do we want to try to, like, fight while we, like, run through to try to get, like, to where we're going? I don't think we want to stick around. I think we want to try and meet our objective. Mm. Yeah. How many of them are there that we can see? Um, you can see... Sorry, one second. Cedric's just like, those guys were pretty tough last time we fought them. Yeah, you can <laughs> well, see, I sorry, would say... first time we fought them. I would say you can see about a dozen... Um, mm -hmm. And looking below, you see what look like smaller versions of the big fortress um, heading towards the, the demon carriage, opening up and seeing more of those creatures coming out. It seems like those reinforcements that are going to arrive, not next round or even the round after, but in a few rounds, it seems like there's like the Overlord sending all his troops into this place to stop you guys. Um, so you guys can see a dozen right now, sort of waiting for you guys, guns pointed. Some are even firing off at you, um, though missing. Um, but, uh, yeah, so probably about a dozen in the first round, and then you're going to deal with more as they, as they come. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to... Cedric, for his second action, and marriage for hers, are going to start firing at these guys okay. at both sides of the train. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, so you guys are going, like, with your, your like, lips are just, with a, like, yeah. just being <laughs> pulled backwards by the wind as you're trying to take aim and fire. Um, mm -hmm. And they'll get an AC bonus because of how hard it is to shoot. Um, but yet, you're able, you're able to do that. Oh, God! Uh... Oh my god. Oh no. So Mystic Marge, as she tries oh, to no. get out, I'm going to say as she gets out, one of them fires off a plasma shot and it just sh it just shoots right into her gun, exploding it, um, and goes flying away. So Mystic Marge loses mm -hmm. her plasma gun um, due to that fumble. Um, yep. <laughs> Cedric's going to roll his... Uh, da -da -da -da. This is... D14. Okay. And we're going to see how he does. <laughs> Uh, 11 to hit. 
11 to hit for the beetle. <laughs> I'm like, why? Um, let me just check here for these guys. Um, 11, 11, 11. 11 does not hit. Their AC is 16. Actually, it's 18 because it. because it's hard right now. Um, yeah, I will say, though, I... uh, just because Jack's characters aren't here, really, uh, Mystic Marge can grab a plasma gun off of one of their characters, basically. Like, they're just... They're in the background they're fighting kind of as standing well. around. Yeah. yeah, you can just grab one of those. You guys have extras, because she also gave you... Uh, Itai also gave you guys an extra four guns. I don't know if anybody grabbed those, mm -hmm. but... Yeah. There's there's ample supply of plasma guns if you need to grab one, but I'll just take an action. Probably a smaller action, just go and grab one and go back to start firing. Um, okay. Yep. Um... um... And anything else there, guys, for this turn, for this action? Anybody else going to fire off at the dudes or anything like that? Or So how far away are we from these things? The, um, uh, it's hard to say in yards, so I'll just say in two turns with this thing moving really fast. So, like, we're getting down to the end of this second turn here, so I don't know. Uh, we'll say 100 yards away, maybe. Okay. Would Chris be able to sort of get ready to cast sleep as soon as she was within range of the Absolutely, yeah. station. You can totally yeah. you can totally hold your spell um for the right time for you and you guys going yeah. to try and hit sleep before you guys blast into yeah. the tunnel if you want to. Um that's absolutely something you can do. Um cool. All right. Um so that's your plan for this. What's everybody else's plan for so Chris is going to cast sleep. What's everybody else doing once you guys like basically blast into these dudes? Uh yeah, I mean, uh, I guess my characters would kind of be waiting until they're in range and, and firing it. They're going to fire the plasma know, guns? these guys okay. on the platform. So is there a way for yeah. much plasma guns, or is there anything else? I'm mostly just trying to make sure I don't stop anybody from doing something like they <laughs> Everyone want Everyone except... Uh, Fennec does not have a plasma gun. Specifically, he did not take one. Okay, oh. sounds good. Um, he has a sword <laughs> and a shield and a lot of armor. That's okay. fine. Perfect. All right. So you guys keep barreling down towards them, um, and then you guys get to the exact moment, we'll say, time slows down for Chris. <laughs> you just hear the breathing and give it your sleep spell, uh, Chris. Are you going to spell burn at all? Uh, I am. I am. Um, let's get rid of six points of strength. Dang. Yeah. Oh, and I've just closed Chris's character sheet, which is really useful. Let's and don't again. forget you have re-rolls if this goes really badly. Yeah, and I need to add plus mm. eight because the sheet doesn't for right. whatever reason. So. 16 plus eight plus six. So 14. Nice. So 16 plus 14, okay. 30. Holy shit. Um, the caster was a great crowds appeal to sleep. All unfriendly creatures within a 200-yard radius must make, must make a saving throw or fall asleep. They can't beat that uh, that saving throw. Sleep is natural, and targets can be awakened with normal means. Rough shaking, water on the face. The creatures remain asleep for 1d7 plus 1 days if not awakened. Um, so That's got to be worth per burning two points of permanent luck, I think, just to just to finish the job. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Holy shit, yes. Um, can you just kill them outright? Well, basically what it can do is all creatures within 500 yards of the spellcasting fall asleep. Um, yeah, so you can probably get them and a few rounds of reinforcements dealt with um, if you want to do that. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> nah. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, oh, boy. I just remembered. You already cast a spell 
and you remember it doesn't work on them. I just remember. I just I just remember oh, you already did this. Oh, you tried they this don't last. Have to sleep, yeah. Yeah. No. The uh, the things on the back of their That's heads right. stops it as you guys sort of uh, learned. Um, let's not do that then. <laughs> but yeah. But I will. I will say you got a thirty. Um, I will say like just to be fair because I should I should have remembered that honestly. Um, if you want to pick one of your other spells to do, if you want to do a scorching ray or something else into there, like an explosive opening before you guys blast in, um, you're welcome to do that or anything else you might have um that you'd like to do yeah that'd be pretty cool let's let's do that oh hang on hang on could i could i cast breathe life onto the train carriage what's breathe life what is that when you're uh basically turns something into a golem do you have that spell what is yeah, that made something yeah it's a third level thing what the fuck let me just see this one second <laughs> <laughs> wait is this like an elf thing or is this a spell it's a third level spell. Oh. It's a really weird thing, but uh, have, have a quick. I'll look. just yeah, I'll just roll it real quick so I can just click on it. No, because I mean that shouldn't be a problem. I just want to see. Uh... With an enchanted breath from his lungs, the caster brings life to an inanimate object. The spell can make statues move, turn clay figures into being homunculi, cause spell books to defend themselves against interlopers, and transform dungeon doors into stalwart guardians. The spell requires a short ritual and a variety. Of, uh... Oh, that takes one turn to do. By the way, so that that that's that's ten, 10 rounds. rounds. Yeah, so that's that's a bit too long, unfortunately. Uh, okay, never mind. Uh, well, as a backup plan, let's go for the... Oh, I don't know. Um, I think it, I, th I think we should go for the um, Invoke Patron. Oh, yeah, you haven't done that. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, that would see, be very let's cool. See what he has at 30. Um, a colossal tree man bursts from the ground nearby and fights on behalf of the caster. He moves on the caster's initiative, and the caster can perform other actions while directing him. The tree man remains for 1d4 plus caster level rounds. Um, so that's... Uh, eight rounds. Tree man. Attack slam plus 12 melee. Damage 2, 6 plus 6. AC 17. HD 68. Um, holy shit. Um, uh, two attack dice... Uh, takes double damage from fire. Cool. All right. <laughs> Sounds good to you, Martin. You uh, spawn yeah, a colossal tree man. <laughs> um, so do you spawn him like right behind them? Like where are you spawning this guy? Where is he bursting out from? Because obviously, like I'm not gonna be a dick. Yeah. He like, comes from the ground all the way, all the way below. Um, <laughs> I think the platform would be cool where we're about to um, okay. land. Arrive. Yeah. So there's like a they sapling so, there that goes out of control. Yeah, yeah. They basically have. Like, yeah. There's basically like um a bunch of dudes behind these sandbags pointing their guns at you guys, and one of them has a little potted plant that they brought for good luck. Uh, probably <laughs> one of the last plants left on this earth. Um, and then suddenly it mutates and explodes out of the of the little clay pot, and this gigantic tree creature, um, fucking, <laughs> fucking tree beard on roids, um, just starts whacking. Um, um, as your as your uh, <laughs> demon carriage just catapults itself through the tunnel um, and, and stops at the station. Um, so um, oh I'm just God, going epic. to just just to be to make your life easier, there, Martin. I'm just going to copy and paste that little stat block. I'm just going to post it in the Discord there, so you can just easily. Cool. Um, Thank you very much. Look at it. He's got pretty good fucking build, uh, and I'll just I'll roll his hit dice here. Um, 8d6. Do you want to keep track of the hit dice for me, please, Martin? Uh, yeah. Uh, 68. And... Okay, so his hit dice are 24. Ooh. Actually, it's actually pretty average. That's actually not bad. Yeah. Um... 
I'll take it. He's got, he's got an AC of 17, moving to 20. He attacks twice, um, and his slam is plus 12, 2d6. Damn, dude. If he hits both, which he probably will just by averages, that's 46 plus 12 damage around. Um, okay. So, uh, do you guys want to give me your initiative rolls? Because we're just going to go into it here. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> Tim's saying he loves Tree Man, favorite character so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Are we rolling individual initiatives? Or uh, no, just roll. Just like... roll for your group. Roll for your team. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Tree Man oh. will go on your turn as well as your Beetles, uh, Martin. So you can just keep track of all of that. Ooh, nice. Who was that? That was me. Why? Nice. Why the fuck nice. is it Obviously on the beetle? It was just giant beetle because we're all giant beetles now. Apparently. Honestly, uh, John, I think if you click off of the, you see on the left there the tab. I think if you click off of that and click maybe back on, it might get rid of it. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know why it's assigned to tell you. Oh, you know why? It's because everybody can see it. I made it ownership of everybody, so for some reason it's just uh -huh. going like, oh, this is yours. You know, I just did it to make it easy for everybody to see. My bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so just give me your initiatives, guys. If you guys can tell yep. I, you know what i can also just put your tokens down or you guys can put your tokens down it might help oh. um not have oh, that we can just drag them right over i think you should be able to i don't know if you can or not no no that's annoying <laughs> all right so it's not a big deal can... as long as you guys keep track of who's doing what um uh so first initiative uh john what's yours 23 23 nice i rolled a 20 I know, but it doesn't count for initiative, unfortunately, buddy. I know. <laughs> so no feeding luck for John. Yeah, fuck you. Oh. <laughs> uh, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, I remember your place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, uh, Dan? 14. 14, okay. I thought that was me. Oh, is that you? What color am I? I, I... No, that's me. Yeah, that's you me. sure? Okay, so yeah. cool. 20 Martin for Martin, then. is kind of yellow. <laughs> yeah, you're green. That is purple. Uh, Twenty for Martin, fourteen for Dan, twenty-three for John. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys. Um, so these guys are all going last. Holy shit! Okay, this is gonna be interesting. Um, That's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So. I'll say this um, just to make things simpler. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right. So um, basically what happens, what's happened here now is that your carriage has gone through into the station. Um, the doors have opened. You guys have left and the beetles have sort of uh, escaped out of it. You guys are sort of are able to sort of get into positions behind you. So just like to your left is the tree man and the 12 dudes. So basically we're just gonna keep it simple. Um, if you guys want to deal with those guys first, you can, or if you guys want to go look for the red button, you guys can, uh, you guys know the red button is in this area. It's very close by somewhere. It's not like far deep in this, in this structure. Um, so what do you guys want to do? Um, uh, my characters are going to look for the red button. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Sorry, one second. Um. Pip's gonna yell, Chris. We need to find the button. Yes, I know. I know. We need to. We need to get get the get the Beatles over there and distract them. I need a button. I don't even know. I don't even know what a button is, but it's red. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Okay, so, yeah, so I'll say this. Um, basically, uh, the Big Red Bun, you guys see it at the far end of the station. Um, it's in sort of what looks like you see a big glass room that's in. You see, like, big glass doors. Um, and it looks like there is basically a giant sort of command center. And in the middle, you see a big red button on this sort of, like, joystick-looking thing. Um, it's at the opposite end of where the, uh, enemies are. Um... But you do see lots of different doors and hallways leading into the station. So you know they'll come from other places from the ones you saw below. So nowhere is safe, really. But what do you guys want to do? What's your plan here? Are you going to try and distract them with some of them? Or are you, are, are you guys all going for the red button and just going to hold up there? What do you guys want to do? And if I need to describe anything at all. Um, I know you guys are thinking, but if, in case you guys are confused at all, just let me know. Because this is going to yeah, get real no. chaotic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm up for making a, a last stand there, but I don't know if anybody else has other ideas. Yeah, why don't we just run over there, leave the Beatles and the tree man with the... Uh, yeah, exactly. Guys. They'll... Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Um, and I will say, um, the ones with two action dice, you guys you guys can reach um, the, the room. Um, and the ones without it can't, but I will say, uh, you guys can grab the ones who can't, <laughs> like the ones who can run twice as fast. You guys can basically pick up somebody else and keep, and yeah. just book it for the, uh, the control room. Okay. If you guys want to, <laughs> if you want to, I'm just saying that means you won't be able to fire. If anything happens, you'll be able to shoot. Um, mm -hmm. but it, so it's up to you if you guys want to just take your time, um, or whatever, whatever you want to do. Chris is the only one who can actually do anything with a big red button. That's why I'm pointing it out that. If you guys want to get there fast, you can, yeah, but also yeah, yeah. get ambushed. Your hands may not yeah, be free. Uh, Chisel will uh, stick with, with Pip and the others that can't run as fast. Okay, know. sounds good. As Fennec will charge in. Okay, sounds good. So Fennec, <laughs> yeah. Fennec just <laughs> imagine Fennec sort of trips a bit, and his big like big head just smashes through the glass door that leads in the control mm -hmm. room, is <laughs> uh, and just sort of barrels his way in there. And now he's inside. The lights in here turn on once he gets inside the door, um, and everything sort of just powers up. Um, and you guys sort of fall uh, fall behind. Um, okay, Martin, do you want to give me uh, attacks for your tree men and all your beal dudes against these guys? Uh, yep. And if anyone wants to make a tea at this point, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so that's AC 13. Uh, 20. Okay. Um, so 13 misses, 20 hits. 14 misses. Four points of damage. The AC is 16, just so you know. Okay, cool. And, oh, the Beatles aren't doing very well. They're <laughs> making a lot of noise and looking scary, but that's about it. And then they'll also take a lot of hits, so there is there is that. Yeah. Um, so okay. Tree Man is just 1d20, or does he have a modifier? He has a 1d20 plus 12. Oh, plus Jesus. Yeah, and he makes two attacks, by the way. Ouch. Okay. Yeah, there so why I was like, I don't want to fight those guys. So that's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's another hit. hit. Yeah. Wow. So um, that's forty-six plus twelve damage from him. Yep. Um, I don't know if you want to do two d six plus six and see if it kills somebody yeah. first, and then do another one. There we go. Okay. So that guy's still alive. So do you want him to get slammed again? Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. For and now he's point. dead. 
So there's one guy dead after after all that. So but yeah, so he just you see Trey Man slams him and then just like throws him down below um, off the side of the uh, the train station. Um, <laughs> um, and the other ones are gonna start attacking your beetle men and your tree man. So mm-hmm. um, I am just going to roll all their dice at once, um, and we'll just go from there. Because this is gonna take forever if I don't do it this way. <laughs> Best way to do it. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So, um, what's the AC of your beetles? Uh, beetles are AC 15. 15. So, miss. Oh, wait. Let's see. What's their modifier? Uh, okay. 15. So, um, miss, miss, miss. Uh, miss, miss. Okay. So, one, two, three, four. So, four hits. Um, one of them being a crit, so I'll just do double damage to keep it simple. Okay. Um, so just keep track of your beetles. They're, we're just going to mark off your beetles as they die, Martin, for easy, easiest uh, okay. amount. Um, so first damage. Um, 1d8 plus 4. Uh, 4. That's 9 damage. Okay. Let that one gone. The next one. Uh, another 9 damage. Is that one, one dead? Beetle, one beetle dead. One beetle dead. Okay. Um, another one. Uh, that's, um, five damage. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the last one. Um, that is, uh, eight damage. Uh, there is a beetle that is... uh, Another dead one. Just just dead. Okay, sounds good. That's two dead ones. It's honestly not the worst. They're they're holding up, and they're all just shooting off and fighting, and just it's a huge melee between <laughs> your beetles and these guys and the big tree man. So they're holding their, their own for now. Um, okay, so back to the top of the order. Um, you guys are all able to make it to the control room. Um, Chris, you are able to make it to the button. Um, what do you want to do? So you I press, press it. Okay. Yeah. So here's how this is going to work. This is a little ritual. This is a little mini game that you have to use every turn to do to keep this going. Um, while everybody basically has to defend you. But you guys, are, you guys might be okay. You got a pretty good strategy so far. Um, we'll see, though. Because <laughs> it's about to get worse. About to get a lot worse. Um, so basically, um, we are starting at four, Martin. Um, and like, no, I'll keep track of this. Just, I'm just going to explain it. We're starting at four. Basically, every round you're going to do um, your uh, spell check versus the uh, versus the great egg spell check. Um, if you win, you go up a point. When you get to seven, um, you um, get the effect you want from the ritual. If you, for any reason, do not spell check in a round, it, the points go down. If you yep. fail a spell check versus the versus the great egg spell check, it goes down, and when it, it when it hits one, you uh, the bad effect is going to happen. Yeah. So you're going to want to get up to seven, and if you hit Jeez, one, seven successes. No, 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 no. We start four, so it's halfway between. Oh. It's, it's halfway. Imagine a D seven oh in front God. of you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my God, we're gonna be here all day." No, no, no. I mean, you might be. If I, oh it, no, guaranteed. Failure is guaranteed. It can still go back and forth, but you do have five rerolls. Yeah. So, <laughs> ah, yep. Um, oh yeah, good call. Yeah, good call. Uh, and also, call. just with two hundred, you guys uh, can make, make me reroll a die. So if I roll really high to the point where there's probably no chance of you passing, you can make me reroll that one as well. But it burns two <laughs> of your two two hundred bits. Um, okay. Uh, 
So nice. let's do this. Uh, give me your spell oh, check, yeah. um, Martin, and right, guess how so much that's... spell check this thing has. It's a D30 plus six against you. Jesus. <laughs> what? Okay, so 18. Yeah, beat 18. Come on. Actually, I shouldn't show you until you already do yours, and I'll do... Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, do you want to re-roll that, Martin? <laughs> With your fumble. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Yes. Okay, give me a re-roll, buddy. <laughs> 14. Okay, do you want to burn five luck to make it, uh, make it 19 oh to beat God. it? I would, but I'd be dead. You can re-roll your luck again if you want. If you want to re-roll this again. Or you can let go down to three. What do you reckon, guys? I'd say, uh, so can, um, can Chris, like, burn, like, spell burn to do this? Chris can spell burn, but I think it's a little bit too fast beforehand, uh, so I forgot to mention that they could do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but so, Martin, if you do want to spell burn, I'll let you do it this turn. Um, any future turns, if you forget to spell burn, then I'll say that it's, uh, too late. But I forgot to tell you that you can spell yeah. burn for this. Jeez. I mean, 18 is going to be a pretty average, uh, roll that you're going to have to beat to, you know, that's... With your plus eight. Yeah. Should yeah. Roll again? I mean, if you roll an 11 or above, yeah. you beat it, basically. So, yeah. it, you yeah. have pretty good odds. 50, 50 odds of beating it. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. All right, another reroll. Re okay, you guys got three oh, yeah. rerolls left. There you go. Nice. All right, we're at five. Shit. You need two more successes to, to get this. Um, okay. Um, so, uh, that's your turn. What are you guys doing? Um, if you guys want to do anything here, you guys can get into... If you guys want to get creative, you can try and make defensive positions to either, like, you know, get your AC up. I'm going to let you guys be a little creative here um, on how you want to do this. You guys can fire off at the guys if you want, um, but you can also use this turn to get a little bit ready because you hear lots of footsteps clanking up stairwells <sighs> coming from below. Yeah, so there's other doors coming into this room, yeah. right? There's a lot more yeah, than so... just these guys coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought that might be the case. Yeah. Um, Benick is going to take, like, chairs and start <laughs> barricading doors. Okay. Like, he's throwing whole desks up against them. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Using so you, both you actions to barricade. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah, you know, so that'll definitely slow them down and make it harder to get in and might even give you guys mm -hmm. a bonus they're trying to get across while you guys fire at them. So, yeah. So, you start putting desks and chairs in front of the doorway and just get that stuck. Um, anything you're doing, Dan? Uh yeah, Pip wants to get into like a defensive position behind some cover, okay. uh, and kind of like prop up his uh, his uh, his rifle, yep. and uh, and Chisel's gonna just start firing at any targets he can find this round. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, so Chisel um, can fire off um, towards the guys um, that are fighting um, the the beetles and tree man if he wants. Um, Absolutely, you probably hit one or two. Um, if you got uh if yeah if you had rolled higher with a sixteen, but um was he need a sixteen? Sixteen to hit, yeah. For fourteen points of damage. Hmm. No, I'm not gonna burn any luck okay. just yet. Sounds good. But I will uh take I will take my second shot real quick. Sounds good. Nice. Another another, <laughs> another shot off. Um, yeah. So he fires uh, one to the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So real quick. Yeah. Go I'm ahead, going to for Cedric and Marge. Going to have them set up defensive struct, like just putting desks on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> around 
Chris, so yeah. we can actually defend her. Oh, perfect. Yeah, sounds good. So I would say, like, Pip, because you said you want to get into a defense mm. position. I'm going to say that you're able to sort of get propped on a table behind... Imagine almost like a, like a, a like NASA with, like, giant computer, like, old NASA, like, a bunch yeah. of computer things. You can get behind one of those and sort of prop your gun on top of one of those computer things just for a proper thing. Um, John, you, your two characters, yeah, grab desks and chairs and move some things over. Rip out a few things maybe off of the off out of the ground and just sort of barricade her in. So if anybody tries to get in, they have to, like, break through before they can actually hit her um okay i like it um is that everybody's turn marn you still have your other character that can do something if you yep. want so jed is gonna fire off a plasma rifle and just see if he can hit and he's gonna probably spend some luck if he doesn't okay uh, this what's his attack bonus is plus three Okay, um, so you need a 16 to hit. I don't know if you want burning cool. luck. So he's going to bo burn Boyne. He's going to Boyne two points of Thiefy Luck. Okay, so that's 2d7, uh, I believe. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you definitely passed. Yeah. Yep. yeah, so you hit one. Um, I believe that's everybody. So, Martin, if you want to do your characters, your uh, tree man and your two beetles, um, if you want to have cool. them attack. Hmm. Do I need to uh, roll damage for the... Uh, you already rolled damage head? there with the... Uh, didn't you? Oh, no, I'm wrong. No, no, I'm wrong. There you go. Ooh, good hit. That's a really good hit. Nice. 1d8 uh, plus 2, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, cool. That's a real good hit. Right, um, so... Beetle guy. Ah, oh, misses with a 14. Okay. And other beetle guy. Oof. Ooh, 8. Okay. And Tree Man gets two attacks. So Tree Man with his 1d20 plus 12 yeah. rolls. <laughs> I love that. That is awesome. Yep. 21. That's going to hit. That's 2 to 6 plus 6. Yeah. And you can roll the other one first if you want. Yeah. 1d20 plus 12. That sounds so nice. Is. Yep. Ooh, 29 to 29. hit. That's going to hit. <laughs> 2d6 plus 2. Was it 2d6 plus 6, wasn't it? It's 2d6 well? plus 6, yeah. So yeah, that's another another four. dead guy. Um, and then he yeah. slams another dude. Um, give me that damage. So that one is... Oh, nice. 14. 14? Okay. Ooh. Another guy dead. Um, as they're being killed over there. All right. So that's everybody's turns for them. And now it's those guys. Um, I'm going to say two, two of them break off from that group and start running towards you guys. Um, who would be the most open here that they're trying to shoot at? Would you guys say who's who would say they've they've made themselves the most open? Do you guys think maybe Chisel? Chisel, okay. Chisel, you're still getting an yeah. AC bonus because you guys are sort of barricaded up. So I'm gonna give you a plus two to your AC. Um, okay. Well, they try to hit you. I'm more because I, I know you guys all got, got in defensive positions. So I'm trying to wonder who they would go for. And uh, you guys, Chisel pretty... is pretty. Yeah, he pretty much just stood out in the open and was like firing. So, okay. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Um, so that one's gonna, I assume, is gonna hit anyway. So, <laughs> um, with a toy three to hit, uh, and then you're gonna take, um, uh, five damage. Um, and the other one's gonna fire off at you as well. Mm -hmm. Um, 17. Uh, with a bonus that that wouldn't hit. Okay, so it's good. Yeah, so it goes it goes long. All right, and the rest of them are going to fire um, um, into the beetles and then the tree man. Um, so we'll do the beetles first. Uh, or we'll just do all these rolls first. Uh, that's 
One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Um, so, uh, that's, that's four hits. <laughs> I rolled, I rolled a, a 19, a four and three 18s. Um, okay. So, um, we are going to do, uh, how much damage? Is uh, yeah. One D eight plus four there. Um, so that's the first damage, uh, five, or sorry, nine. Yep. Um, and then another nine, so that, that's a dead that's, that's a dead. dead beetle. All right, and then um, the other hit, uh, five. And then another five. So <laughs> that two dead beetles? No, the second beetle is still, or the last beetle is last still Last still alive? All right, yeah. perfect. Okay, so back to the top of the order. Um, and just before we get to you guys... Um, you guys see the wall, uh, next to you, um, basically where the tree man is, you see a big metal hand, um, sort of hit reaches into, uh, like into the opening gap, like where you guys came in on the, on the monorail and you see this big mech with a flail kind of pull himself up. He's very slow. Um, but he's now where the tree man is and the other guys, um, he's not going to swing this turn. Um, but it looks like he's there and from the sounds of the crushing rock and metal, his secondary mech is not too far behind him. Um, all right. Um, and now to you guys. So, um, John, you are first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, now that we've kind of got some, some defensive measures set up, um, Cedric and Marge are going to start firing. Okay. Are you firing at the two guys who are trying to attack you guys? Or are you going to fire off the yeah. mech? Or who are you firing off? The first okay, sounds good. That's Marge. Okay, that's a miss. Uh, she got a before, but her. Um, and then Cedric is going to fire with the d20. Okay. And that's going to hit. Alright. Uh, now he's going to have to roll d14. Mm -hmm. That hits. And so that means he gets to roll damage again. Uh, buh, 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 buh. Oh, sorry. Nice. Another hit. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Huh, okay. Um, alrighty then. And anybody else? Any, anybody else on your side there, um, John? Uh, no. Uh, Benick is kind of setting himself up at the the nearest point for them <laughs> so that he can be a kind of a... Um... Sorry, no. Benick is setting himself up between them and Chris so that they can't get a shot on They her. have to go for him before they can get into uh... Yeah. Okay, sounds good. I love it. Good old Fennec. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, both... He really is a lackey. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it may come in handy here. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's that's your turn. Um, Martin, yep. you're next. 
So first of all, Jedediah is going to fire his plasma gun in the general direction of one of these two. Okay. Is he going for the one who's already hurt? Uh, yeah, very much. Sounds good. Give me your shot. And he's going to roll a disappointing 12. Oof. <laughs> and uh, do you want to do, uh, is it Chris that's left? Yeah. <clears throat> so 1d20 plus 8 plus another 10. All right, I gotta roll against you. Are you burning? You're, are you spell burning again? Yeah, spell burning ten points of agility. Woo. Okay. Better be a good roll. Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh my god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, we'll see what I get here. Uh, so you, you guys reroll? You roll the twenty. We'll see. I mean, you might not need it. We'll see if you need to reroll okay. after this. Oh yeah, you you might want you might want to reroll. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Definitely yes, we'll re-roll Martin's D twenty. All right, give me a, give me your roll, your D twenty plus eighteen <laughs> against twenty seven. That was just mean. <laughs> and so now we're down to two re rolls. Oh, oh god. <laughs> Martin, Martin, look, can you stop rolling so badly? <laughs> uh, please. Do you want now re-roll it? You're yeah. literally the only person that can do this thing. Do you want do Do you want to use another re-roll? Or we should do really. We should. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think you definitely should. A, yeah. I mean, isn't it? every yeah. round yeah. failed. You takes you further away. Roll that well. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. those mechs yeah. are getting closer. So uh, it's up yeah. to you. But yeah, go ahead. Give me another roll. Oh, well, you got. Hang on, I've got permanent on luck. One. Yes. Yeah. Burn two luck. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> roll the twenty six. Right at the twenty seven. Oh my god. Wow. Man. All right. So you burn that luck. Okay. We're on six. We're now on six. You just need one more success. One more success. Um, we will get it. And you'll get yep. it. Hell yeah. All right, Martin. Uh, since we're actually in true initiative here, do you want to do your tree man uh, and your beetle? Ooh. Yes. Uh, so the poor remaining beetle rolls. Uh, no, I could not. They've yeah. been great fodder, though. They've been they've been taking yeah. lots of hits. So yeah, exactly. You have kept them off. Okay, they and freed up the tree man. Fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck so yeah. There you go. Twenty eight. And where were these rolls? I know, right? You keep getting really high <laughs> rolls for the tree man who does not need them. <laughs> Look, tree man. Tree man knows what's up. <laughs> tree man only needs a four, and he keeps rolling so much. Okay, so that's fourteen points of damage for someone. That's another one dead. And second roll is. Nine okay. points of damage. Good hurt, but that guy's not quite dead yet. But he's gone. Okay. Um, so yeah, so he's still fucking shit up. Tree Man is just being the shit out of these dudes. Um, and he's probably gonna get some hurt soon, but we'll see. Um, okay, Dan, your turn, buddy. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Chisel is gonna kind of take up position uh, next to, uh, who was it, Cedric that kind of positioned himself in front of Chris? Or was it Fennec? Fennec. Fennec. Yeah, so he'll he'll get up next to Fennec, and uh, he's gonna take his plasma rifle shots. There's okay, uh, so that's that kills one. Um, that was running okay. up at you guys. Okay. There's only one left who's like trying to assault this uh, assault your room. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, he is still alive, but uh, not looking hot. He's uh, you basically blew out a giant chunk of his chest. Um. 
Nice, nice. Can I? I mean, uh, as like a heroic deed sort of thing, can we say I like knocked him off his feet where he has to like get up next round at the very yeah, least? Yeah, we'll say uh, as a heroic deed because of the amount of damage and everything. Uh, you blow off one of his legs uh, and it just turns to green goo <laughs> on the floor and he just falls <laughs> over um, and starts like trying to get himself back up. Um, okay, so that's you, Dan. Okay, uh, so Pip, Pip will. Uh, Pip's gonna. I guess he'll take aim at this uh, this mech in the in the in the background. Yeah, in the background there. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Um, so, let's see here what his... Oh, wait, what? Where is he? Um, yeah, no, his AC is 20. 20? Yeah. 20. Yeah, this sort of just... Interesting. This I'll, sort of uh... hits into his metal and kind of just... Oh, are you going to roll any, any luck to... Yeah! Hey, go, why go not, for it, man. Right? Go for it's it. Roll, roll, roll. session. I'm yeah, going to burn two absolutely. permanent luck. Absolutely. 2d7. And Come on, roll high. 2d7. Just get a 3 and a 4. That's all you need. Okay. I don't... You know... <laughs> that's some jinxy shit to oh, say. Oh, <laughs> you got it. You got it, though. A 2 to 8 will do it. Um, or 2 to 6. Yeah. Um, so good. Yeah, you get a shot. You see the, the plasma hits the metal, uh, uh, like, right, like right like near his neck um it starts to sizzle into the metal um he look the the big mech doesn't seem to really react um but it does not like that uh i'm assuming and i i assume i assume it that thing is like immune to like the stun it is yeah uh, all stuff yeah yeah. yeah, it's just uh um but i will i will say um that was a good shot though you do still see it sort of almost like like alien blood the acid's kind of burning into the metal like the plasma's burning to the metal of this mech so it is doing some good work um okay dan do you have any 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 other characters no that's me all right so um yeah that that big mech gets himself up onto uh the platform um and you see behind him the other one gets up onto the monorail um and um you hear more clattering footsteps coming up the stairs um and the doors to the left just in front of the uh, control room gets kicked down and 16 more of these guys come barreling in and they just start firing off their plasma guns at your at, at the control room sort of melting through a lot of your defenses um, and like just basically eradicating a lot of the stuff because a bunch of the tables kind of just melt away or collapse. Uh, the computer boxes just kind of like fizzle and pop. Um, and they just like basically a firing line of just plasma just starts firing into this room and you guys sort of duck for cover. Um, so a lot of your armor that you guys have is now sort of gone. Um, though the, <laughs> the thing around Chris is still secure. Um, okay. And for that, uh, the mech first is going to go for tree man. Um, and Not he, and no, 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 he no. is going to do <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do not let this guy get close, guys. Um he is going to uh Tree Man has AC seventeen. Okay, twenty-four to hit is going to hit. <laughs> <laughs> um and he's going to take um uh twelve damage. Um, oh, actually, we're supposed to roll uh, a 1d24 there, not a 1d20, but still, does not matter. Um, as this giant, big flail hand comes in, slams into splintering a bunch of parts off of Tree Man. Um, okay, and then the guys, how many left? Uh, one, two, three, four. And the four other guys just fire off their plasma guns into Tree Man. Oh, Tree Man. Oh, not d24. Oops. You didn't deserve this. Tree Man! <laughs> Tree Man! <laughs> Your sacrifice Why? will be forgotten, your friend. <laughs> oh, I see a twenty. Yeah, yeah, we'll just do double damage for that. No. So that is um that's two that's three hits. 
Um, okay. So, um, yeah, it's all into the same guy. So we're just going to do that's those, and then and then it's plus plus twelve. Three man, there's twelve hit points left. Hmm. Uh, oh, Thirty-one. No, yeah. So you guys watch him just get battered. Like he's just trying to hold his own as he tries to beat up this mech. Gets a, like an arm ripped off, and then like, and then just a firing squad of plasma just shoots into Tree Man as he just sort of sizzles and sizzles and collapses onto the ground, uh, dead. Um, unfortunately, there is no longer Tree Man, um, and the mech, those four guys, and the other mech start making their way towards you guys, along with the sixteen that have just shown up. Um, okay, back to top of the order. Um, <laughs> you guys, both the control rooms destroyed, sparks are going off, a fire has started, um, it is chaos in this room. <laughs> what do you want to do, John? Um, yeah, Cedric is going to start blasting. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to assume you guys are going to go for hurt ones first and try and kill them as quickly as possible is my assumption, yeah. unless you guys say otherwise. Um, yeah, okay. And then with his D14. Okay. All right, that one does That hit. one does uh, <laughs> Nice. Oh, I forgot to add the two. So five damage to one of them. Um, okay. Oh, that actually kills the guy who was hurt. Oh, nice. So that's another guy down. You, you still have... <laughs> So I got a bunch more to go. You still have uh, actually twenty, because <laughs> there's one guy mm -hmm. and then the three. Yeah, so you have twenty guys with plasma rifles <laughs> and two mechs. Well, well. <laughs> well, even if she rolls a four on her D four D die, marriage isn't gonna hit anybody. So she's providing providing suppressing fire. Sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> suppressing fire. It just starts firing off into the air above everybody. <laughs> and they're, they're just like. Classic. Not, not paying attention to it. Okay, um, sounds good. And then Fennec is going to... He's just seeing how many of them are out there, and he's just like, yep. I'm I'm right here, guys. Come on. Hit me. <laughs> Hit me! <laughs> sounds good. Um, you know, Martin, because I feel like you're going to be the more climactic one, I'm going to say, Dan, you can go first and fire off your guns, and we'll do Martin last, because he only has the one... Thing to do, and we'll see okay. how this goes. <laughs> so, okay, so what I was thinking is what I'd like to do is try to like maybe focus fire on like the ceiling above this group of individuals to, and, to like try to like collapse yeah. some of it onto them or something like that. Okay, sounds good. Um, I would say okay. because of how well constructed everything is, and you would know this as a dwarf, um, for yeah. for uh, um, uh, Chisel, I feel like uh, you'll know that Chisel and Pipple both need to use their actions. Like all, all three yeah. to sort of shoot into the ceiling. So, um, yeah, just give me your okay. give me your attacks, and I'll say like all three that like yeah, you're gonna need all that to sort of like melt through the structure. Um, and I'll say that chisel Absolutely. just knows where to hit, and he'll just like tell Pip where to where to fire at. Um, okay, okay, so we'll say that's gonna be a hit. Um, I don't know if you want to reroll at all, or if you want to save your two last rerolls for uh, Martin. Um, what's what's the uh, what do the like, AC is fifteen to basically hit the uh, hit the proper structures. Um, like, I'll roll my d14. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And I will... Hmm. Yeah, okay. That's cool. No, that I'm, no, definitely not using rerolls. Yeah. Do you want but, to burn Yeah, your that's what they do. No. Uh, no, Pip hit, unfortunately. So, no, I don't want to burn Chisel's permanent luck, I don't think. Okay. Sounds good. Not yeah. that much of it, anyway. 
Yeah. No, it sounds good. So I'm going to say um, you aren't able to really cut through too much. Um, do you want mm-hmm. to give me a luck roll for Pip? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, unfor- uh, unfortunately, you're not able to really cut through this really well-made um, construction, um, and you just sort of fire above, and just sort of rubble comes down. But you have weakened the ceiling above them, in case, if there is another round, if you guys don't pass this, <laughs> that is. <laughs> um, yep, heard that. Yeah, okay, Martin, there's all these well, laser, all these fossil guns reloading and about to fire off. Uh, you are just so close to the crescendo of this magic yeah. power just coming off of you. Um. <laughs> so just before Chris does her final bit of ritual, Jedediah is going to look over at Pip and go, oh, you need to finish a job, you do. And he's going to aim at the same bit of ceiling with his... Okay, there we go. Yeah, come on. <laughs> classic. Oh, classic Jedediah. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, hell yeah. All nice. right. <laughs> and also, because we're able to get the shots from Chisel, do you want to give me a luck check as well for... Uh... We're gonna see how much yeah, fall. that's that's the damage. Perfect. Um, nice. Luck check is. You just need to. Yeah, you can just. I think you can yeah, just well, click on I, your luck for. I might uh, as well just click it. And save yeah. Myself some. Okay, oh, nice. there you go. Nice. Um, yeah, so you are able to like. Um, <laughs> Probably probably a little too smugly for Pip, even, Jed. <laughs> as you're like, oh, you guys just missed the sweet spot. And you just fire the plasma into a few seams. Um, and you still, because it's not enough power, you weren't able to get a huge chunk. But a big slab just does kind of melt away and come down and crush two guys. As it just sort of, basically, just big stone just comes down. Very, like, Looney Tunes level. As you see them, they see them just sort of splatter, like an anvil being dropped. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And there, Pip turns and <laughs> turns around and says, "I weakened the spot for you." <laughs> right, right, yeah, it was all you, wasn't it? I, I can tell. <laughs> That's where I was shooting at. Uh, give yourselves both fleeing luck. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love your fucking, it's fucking Legolas Gimli dynamic. You two. <laughs> oh, I, I love man. that they only realized that a couple of adventures in that they were yeah. Both yeah, I know. Themes. I wish. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> But You're doing I'm what so I'm happy doing. that you guys did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I love that you guys both failed that lock along with everybody else in the uh, the. Yeah. In... <laughs> you mean everyone except for for Mystic Mars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, Marin, moment of truth for Chris. So Chris is gonna burn everything she has. All right. Um, was that amount to, is... by the way? How much? How much does that leave? Total of sixteen points. Sixteen. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. So that's 1d8. No, it isn't 1d20. <laughs> my brain's gone again. Plus 8 plus 16. Oh my god. So that's 24. <laughs> 24. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, 41. Ooh, nice. I can't I can't even beat that. Um oh, nice. amazing. Okay. Wow, so broke the 40 barrier. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out when you spell burn like all your all all your physical stats. <laughs> Chris is just okay. withering away. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um so you guys once you do that um, you hear like the entire ground around you rumbles, um, and you just hear what sounds like a million demons screaming as you see in the distance just light as the great egg ascends up into the sky and then explodes outwards. Um, and I'll read this out loud for you guys. The world around you seems to take a deep breath 
And, as if exhaling life itself, an endlessly expanding circle of wholesomeness and beauty fills the land, erupting from the very rubble of the dead city. It begins with you, like a celestial chorus raising its voice in your soul, healing and soothing your injuries, purging you of all corruption. As you look around, you see the land itself has become a riot of color and budding life. The Overlord's minions, too, are affected. Its monstrous machine men stop and fall, and the unnatural creatures that control them shrivel and die. Save for its warlords and the now masterless screamers, the Overlord's minions are no more. Their master's iron grip upon the city has been broken. Life has come again to Mezarkul, but it is a life without artifice, without machines to control it. A mighty work of magic has been done today, and you are its architects. In this place, there is life and reason for hope, and maybe there will be peace. Um, and all these guys around you just sort of fall. Uh, the little crab things in the back of their heads just sort of die and wither off of them. All your plasma guns kind of just shatter in your hands and stop working. Um, all the lights Aww. around you go off. Um... And you are just left with this utopia in front of you. The mechs kind of just power down, and already moss and and flora kind of just grows along them. Um, and yes, you have saved the planet of Mezar Cool. As this is like that today, <laughs> yeah, right. As this is like all starting to happen, Pip is trying to like take aim uh, at, the, at <laughs> yeah. another spot on the ceiling, yeah, and like and and the the gun starts to disappear, and he just throws like the broken pieces <laughs> like onto the ground. You, you've broken You're it, a no? cheater! Look, You're what are you a doing? cheater! You've broken it. Look, that was a perfectly good gun. That was, and now you you completely fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Pip just throws up his hands. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, yep. That's great. I um, was not expecting that. Yeah. Oh. We'll get... Yeah, I'll, I'll explain yeah. everything afterwards. You guys, you guys will see. Like, <laughs> but, um... Yeah, you guys, um... Though, unfortunately, because the demon carriage has obviously had its demon exercised by this great beauty, um, you guys have to walk back across the, the big line to get back to the big tower. Um, inside, um, Dabrock is there. Uh, he's still alive, and so are his, um, so are his octopus creatures. Um, and he says, um, listen, uh, I just want to apologize about not telling you about the giant tank, firstly. I didn't know if you guys would still go ahead if you, uh knew about that um but also i want to give you guys a message from itai um she knew uh that she was going to die once you guys hit that button but she wanted to uh give this world back to the ones who were um serving her those creatures that you guys you know on the chocobo creatures uh he sort of i forget what they're called now but he mentions those guys and want to give it back to them um and uh he says um so she is now gone um but she did say, uh, basically, um, if you follow these instructions on this that she wrote, you should be able to get back to your uh, homeland. Um, I believe Chris will know how to use it, and he sort of hands over a scroll. Because the scroll isn't like a paper scroll. You see it, it's kind of like what looks like um, sort of metal that's been um, uh, sort of uh, carved into, almost like a, like a laser cut into. Mm. Um, it says if you use this, you should be able to get yourself back home. Um and I believe when you're back home, the Carnifex will, whoever that is, will give you back uh, or will reward you for doing this. And uh, thank you so much for saving my planet. It's uh, I, I, I have no words. I, I thank you. So, just 
if we were to stay here, I mean, we'd probably, you know, be treated pretty well. Yes. Would you, would you want to stay here? I, I would, I think there's lots of work to be done here and I feel like you would be great, great assets to this planet. I feel like we could make a new, a new world order. Um, and I feel like many will thank you. Um, Uh, hmm. Pip, Pip's kind of thinking it over. I was like, people would probably treat us like kings here. <laughs> we thought but, we had a good thing with when we were with Gormaz, too. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Uh, maybe we should go home and, and see what the Carnifex is going to give to us. Nothing better than having a guard double deep in your pocket. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I think I think Cedric and Fennec are going to want to go back. Yeah. Did Chris recover when the thingy went off? Yes, yeah, fully recovered. Actually, all your spell back, everything. Uh, you're also no longer uh, corrupted, Martin. Your corruption's gone. You're back hey. to having normal sized <laughs> legs again. <laughs> oh wow! Well, yeah, all corruptions anybody got. You guys didn't get many of this campaign, so it didn't it didn't change a lot. But uh, yeah. Oh man. So Chris, Chris is going to say to DeBrock, "Well, I, I, I mean, I was the, um, I don't know, partly responsible for this, and uh, I, I think the, um, I'm, I'm going to stay here and carry on the work of Yggdril and uh, ensure the uh, flora and fauna of this planet are, are well kept." You're staying. Oh, I believe that was the gist. <laughs> Did I fucking stutter? <laughs> she has delusions of grandeur. She loves the idea that she might be some sort of uh, revered being on this also, new planet of hers. If anyone fucks with her, she'll send forth her army of beetles. <laughs> Absolutely. Chris becomes the new overlord. But yeah, mm -hmm. so uh, so Chris is staying, and everybody else is leaving. Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. All right. That's great. Yeah, so Chris, you're able to cast a spell just to send your friends home, um, and you're able cool. to stay here in Debrock. Um, so yeah, so you cast that spell, you get them all in the circle, um, and it sort of lights up. You guys say your goodbyes to each other, um, and then you send them back uh, to their planet, and you're here. Um, and Debrock uh, sort of uh, talks to you about what you guys are going to do next, and you guys have sort of grand plans to bring this world back to life, basically. Um and we'll see how that goes. You guys, you guys get brought back to your uh, back to your world. Uh, you are brought back to the beautiful city of uh, Fifth Gormaz. Um, and yeah, I should say, um, what would you guys do next? Like, what do you think? Because I, I don't really have anything. Because the other campaign is there any gift in general that you think the Carnifex would give you that you would want really badly? Is there anything that you feel like we can sort of do a little bit of an outro here with you guys? Um, sure. Um, Cedric just wants one thing. And that is a much better crossbow. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> That's easy for him to get. <laughs> a very nice one. Um... <laughs> I mean, just just like because he rolled such low damage the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chisel uh, requests his own stone mine. Um and if she grants that, he kind of recruits uh, some dwarves and he starts trying to, like, recreate some of the artistry uh, that he saw in uh, Mesopool. That's cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, and 
Pip, uh, Pip asks for like, uh, he says, I, I, I want something that, uh, you know, makes me invisible or, or, or really quiet. You know, anything <laughs> like that? Yeah, no, absolutely. He's and, able, uh, what, what would you say you're, you're given to, to achieve that? Yeah, he gets, she gives him like a, a set of like slippers uh, that allow him to like creep around silently and like, and like a cloak that makes it kind of makes him kind of like blend, blend into the background if he's not moving around too much. And uh, he uses this to, to go on and become a world renowned assassin. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, that's great. Um, <laughs> anything else from you, John, or is that that sort of thing you got? Um, Fennec <laughs> is going to actually quit. He uh, he's packing it in. He's yeah. had enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's seen things. Yeah, he doesn't care for it, so he's yeah. retiring and he's yeah. setting up a tavern. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Nice. You guys got loads nice. of cash from the last adventures. Like he could absolutely <laughs> right. exactly. Do that. Like, yeah. Um. um but so his request of his request of the goddess is that uh he wants the finest beer recipe. Mm. So if she gives him the location for it, that's one last adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and Cedric nice. goes him, so he has to go along too. <laughs> um, Marge is uh gonna stick around for a while, but then she's gonna fuck off and have her own adventures yeah because you know cedric wants to go and fight the greatest necromancer in the land <laughs> and she's like yeah <laughs> i'm going to go and raid a tomb <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> thank you for the opportunity i uh, i appreciate the experience but, but... I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love it i no longer wish to seek out the uh the most powerful undead <laughs> That's Which great. Is what Cedric does for the rest of his life. <laughs> Perfect. And yeah, and that's basically the end as you guys sort of go your separate ways, following your own goals. And I mean, well, some one of them, one of you guys is very separate from everybody else <laughs> mm. <laughs> on a totally different planet. Um, and yeah, um, I guess that's where we'll end it here as you, uh, as you awesome. guys go for your day, sort of walk off in the sunset, but all different directions. I feel like Fennec goes back and forth, not really sure which way he means to go. Uh, <laughs> so he just stays in fifth corner. Yeah. Yeah. He just goes back. Uh, it's the easiest. <laughs> Thought he was going to go to a small town. No, 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 no. That's, that's too far. And he's too tired. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys. This was this was really fun. Uh, yeah, I, I just want oh. to say, yeah, thank you, Alex, and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Martin, and Jack, and John. This yeah. has been a, just a ton of fun. Yeah, um, it's been insane. Yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah, and just like everybody who who wanted to watch us be crazy. Uh, yeah, yes, it's, it's it's awesome. Yes, uh, thank you so much, guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say the first episode uh, hit over a thousand views, which I'm like, damn, that's uh, that's really good. And wow. uh, you guys, for anybody who doesn't know who's in the That's chat, awesome. you can also get this in podcast form. You can find that podcast link on my YouTube and Discord and other stuff. So you guys, if you want to look for it, you can easily find it or just search it in your wherever Spotify, that sort of thing. Um, 
But no, thank you so much, hey, guys. Alex, you have been an amazing group. Found us through. Uh... <laughs> if you someone found us through the podcast, where yeah. else could they find you? Oh yeah, you guys can find me also here on Twitch. Uh... <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It felt obligatory. I don't know why. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you, you forgot to mention the merch as well. What about the store? Oh the yeah, all the... And the mugs and the caps. <laughs> all the... I've <laughs> I've invested Smash that like button. <laughs> I haven't made a cent yet from YouTube, but I've invested thirty thousand dollars into merchandise. Please. Bye. I am in serious trouble. Please, I'm in severe debt. This ship is sinking fast. Yes. Please invest in Burger Coin. I really, really need it to work. Um, oh, you mean what's up, Yeah, what's up, Um but but yeah no uh, this has been such a fun time um and also for anybody who's interested uh in two weeks time we are going to be doing a worlds that number two shot run by jack um it's going to be a bit of a session zero and session one um because it's basically gonna be like a how not not not, not really like a how to play worlds of that number but it'll be sort of like an introduction for anybody who doesn't know um which will be a good lead-in because i'll be running tomb of elemental evil for martin after that um using rules of that number but we'll get it all out later um like i said feel free to follow nice. the discord and the youtube and i'll that'll be that's that's where i put most of my updates in so you can find it that way but um yeah thank you so much for showing up guys and uh thanks everyone thank you guys you have, you have been an amazing group and i'm very excited for our future games um hell yeah, yeah. there may be crypt the devil lich on the horizon folks or other things we have so many different things to possibly play so who so knows we might we might uh stray from dcc to something else or whatever the group mm. decides they want to do um or it might oh, be the yeah. last time we ever see each other because you never know oh <laughs> <laughs> after this alex blocks us all yeah, yeah. Media, you guys should know i don't talk to any of these guys outside of these streams i i have a yeah, firm he sends our script and yeah that's kind of yeah <laughs> <Our scripts. laughs> Uh, all right goodbye everybody nice. have a good one